what's up everyone welcome to the 471st episode was that correct that's correct we got of, there yes of the correct. pokemon it's podcast list. it's super effective i'm i literally looked at our ad copy for the week which said what episode it was and then i forgot <laughs> i'm spj now you've ruined it because the premium people aren't even supposed to know that ads exist that's right. now you've let them behind now the they know bummer uh, I'm your host, SBJ. With me is Greg. Hello. I am back from my wildlife rescue morning. We found a poor injured baby bunny in our yard last night. And we're like, oh, well, we'll do the thing where you leave it overnight because maybe the mom will come. Mom didn't come. So we scooped up bunny and went to the wildlife rehabilitation center this morning and dropped what? the little bun off to get it get get all fixed. Forest do you live in? It was like three months ago. You were like, I got this rat that we took out to the... <laughs> Jesus or something? I, I've got like eight <laughs> bunny rabbits in my backyard. I took I took a rat to Jesus. That's exactly what happened when it went to buy Pokemon Snap. Look, I it, I live in a green city. I have a yard, and we have bunnies, and we're pretty sure that wherever the bunny home was, one of the many feral cats in our neighborhood decided to do a midnight raid, mm. and they all fleed. Because uh, our little bun was clearly, clearly had been bit by something, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't our dogs because they're they they don't like it when they scream <laughs> back. The, the animal is supposed to just roll over and be cute, but it yelled, and then they were like, "What? What? No!" Well, also here, I had the pleasure of having dinner last night with not only Internet's Pokemon favorite Greg Leatherman. But Spotify recording yeah. artist Nicholas Burgess, indeed, and their appropriate spouses, mm-hmm. as assigned last mm. night. I like that Nick guy. Yes, we yeah. also had Brazilian themed ice cream, or we did iced a, 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 iced dessert because it wasn't all cream. That mine no. was coconut ice based. Dessert. It, it, it was it was presented as ice cream, but had more things in it. And I had a lemon party in my mouth. I was going to say something about late '90s, early 2000s internet culture and what Greg ate, but it is no longer appropriate for this <laughs> podcast because he gave the name. <sighs> we have yes. we had coconut Madonna or whatever. I had a coconut caipirinha. Caipirinha oh, yeah. is a tr- very traditional Brazilian drink made with lime and cachaça. I waited over an hour for a hot dog. <laughs> I saw that on the internet. And too. we don't with have no a- Nick Burgess, Will no. Anderson, or Greg Leatherman. No, no. I had the the best part was I had to wait by myself because Irene was like, "My hair is melting in the sun. I'm gonna go wait in the shade." And I was like, "I understand." Sounds like Irene. <laughs> I mean, it was hot years. We did. Look, all right, people. If only I Irene am... would choose non-butter themed hair styles, <laughs> she wouldn't melt so much. I am the number one Minnesota tourist. I did tour giver, not tourist. Tour giver, tour guide. I did ten hours of showing the wonders of Minnesota to Nick. I took him shopping. We went and saw the Mary Tyler Moore house. We went and saw the defunct locks on the river. I did it all. I walked around downtown Minnesota and played Pokemon Go with no tour guide, and it was... I tried. I had to work. 
No, no, I'm not saying it was a bad thing. Did you see the Mary Tyler Moore statue? No, I saw... um, Then you've never visited Minnesota, A lot of construction. (laughs) Yeah. Well. And a lot of one-ways. Yeah, well, downtown is on a grid, and the grids are driven by the one-ways. Milwaukee has a couple one-ways. Downtown. Not a lot. A couple. Anyways... We got way too much to talk about the show to talk about <laughs> traffic, ice cream, and Nick Burgess. Look, we had to get all the stuff that people are interested in out of the way at the start of the show. Very so quickly. then they go, oh, they're talking about Unite. Skip to the end. That's Iced true. Dessert. Get, get the secret word. Look, we got we got, time, we got time stamps. I spent a lot of time making sure our time stamps are up to date for podcast listeners. So they can be like, glad, oh. I'm glad you use those for the two people. <laughs> you got to do chapters. You got to yeah. do chapters. Uh, I don't know how to do chapters. No one's well. Chapters. Get good. Okay, we got unite. It came out. It's here. Uh, we're gonna talk about whether it's pay to win. We're gonna talk about whether it's fun. We're gonna talk about whether Will already gave up on it. And we're gonna talk about uh, voice chat. <laughs> Look, it came up in chat last night. Will <laughs> just come Which up in chat. Twitch chat. Twitch chat. They saw that oh, you left those the, people. They saw you no, left don't... the Slack channel of Unite. So they're like, oh, Will must be over it. <laughs> but we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get I wanted to say he also left the pet channel, and I'm pretty sure he's not over pets. I mean, this one. Yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> it just cost me $1,800. I'm over it. Over it. Okay. Well, let's, let's kick off the podcast with a little fun, a little summer fun. Gloria and Intellion and Marnie and Grimmsnarl are on Pokemon Masters. We didn't talk yep. about this last week because it was uh, pre-recorded. The two Galar Region Sick pairs are here to see the best restaurant in Beachside Rival. There's a new story event. It's called Beachside Rivalry. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, none of this matters. The only thing that matters is they added my boy Grimmsnarl to the game, and I love Grimmsnarl. Uh, I don't. Really needed Marnie to be in a swimsuit to have Grimmsnarl, but I, I Marnie is barely in a swimsuit. It is a <laughs> it is a pleasant top and a skirt bottom. They're like swimsuit beachy theme. Do you wear it on yeah, a beach? Yeah, it's a beach theme, but it's I mean I would not swim in that outfit. You get dragged. No one's the actually swimming when they go to the beach. They're laying in the sand. You get too hot. You no, know, you get riptide and then you're gone forever. <laughs> You can't trust that water. Oh, it pulls boy. you right under and you're gone. This spoken by a person who can't swim and thus has never swum. So they I guess stay away from that riptide. Yeah, it's on an ocean. But not all oceans have riptides. This is not how logic works. Yeah, well, uh, there are Pokemon who have attacks underneath that are going to drag okay, you in. Okay. Again. I'll take it. Did you pull on these, Greg? Uh, I only pulled on... Marnie, because the two year is coming up, so I wanted to save my gems. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I didn't really spend any gems for most of June and July. I was going to pull on Master Royale, and then that came and went because yep. <laughs> I've been busy. So at least I've been collecting my gems, and then I was going to pull on Ingo and Emmett, and that came and went. And hey, I got I got lots of gems I'm sitting on. So sometime this week I'm going to pull on Marnie for sure. Just Marnie. I don't really care too much about Gloria. I just want Grimmsnarl. And I do want both. Look, I want both. That's the reality. The reality is, though, that the two-year anniversary is coming up. I need to yeah. save gems. I need to save gems, too. I did get the Grim Snarl. Oh, you did? Yeah. For nice. one pull, I said I'm going to do one Is it fairy or pull. is it dark? Both. It's dark first, though. Oh, okay. I thought Masters but only like, has one type. No, it has the two now, because it shows the dark and then the 
the fairy because it it would count if it's got moves of that type. Oh, okay. I missed something then. There's also a fossil event happening in Masters, and that ties into other fossil events in other games. And we'll circle back to that. I want to get the I wanted to get the Masters news out of the way. I have first. to check now because you questioned my you questioned me, and I have to see. Yeah, you can double check. Okay, let's talk about Pokemon Unite. Uh, we'll just get right into it. I just wanted to get the Masters out of the way. This is off unite.pokemon.com. Unite is now available on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, it's Dark Fairy. Dark Fairy. F-Y-A. Yep. The game is available for the Nintendo E on the Nintendo eShop for no cost. If you download it by August 31st, you will receive Zara Aura's Unite license to help on your quest for victory. By battling in the first season of Unite, you will find essential items that will help you achieve success in future battles. Battling frequently will also raise your battle pass level, which they say here, but they don't really explain very well in the game, uh, which is another way to obtain new items. When you upgrade your battle pass, you will er receive additional rare items like a rare hollowware. That would be for Cinderace. That's, I think it goes up to 90, the battle pass. Uh, Unite will be available on mobile. This is the question I got the most this week is when's it coming to mobile? In September, cross-play between the Nintendo Switch and the smartphone. <laughs> this is, uh, I'm going to read this sentence. You take for what it's worth. Cross-play between the Nintendo Switch and smartphone is planned. <laughs> 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 Which will allow players on both platforms to battle against each one another. Additionally, if you log in using your Nintendo account or your trainer club account, you will be, see, you will be able to see your game data on any device. That was another question. Uh, so if you put a bunch of money into the Switch version, do you have to start over on the iPad version? Doesn't seem like it. Uh, with this feature, you can play on your home. Uh, you can play at home using your TV and the Nintendo Switch on the go using your mobile version. Or I don't know, you just take your Switch with you, I guess. But I guess you would need internet for that. And the game is out. Before we talk about the money or the battle pass or uh, that stuff, let's talk about the game itself. Uh, this was the first MOBA I've played, although I've watched people play MOBAs. That's not true. I played like 10 minutes of Heroes of the Storm. I've watched people play MOBA, so I always understood the gist of it. And my biggest concern was, would I like a MOBA? 40 hours in, I still can't answer that question. <laughs> I mean, I think 40 hours in, the answer is you like more aspects of MOBAs than you hate. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the, I think the answer is... Yes, I love the game, and yes, I understand why people who play MOBAs hate their lives. <laughs> I think that is the answer. Like, I now under- I understand very quickly the toxicity that exists in MOBAs and why people mm-hmm. are always frustrated. Mm-hmm. I guess you could apply that to, like, team games in general, and I think back in all the raids I did in Destiny, which was like a six-person thing, and then one person kept messing up their specific role. Mm, and it's yeah, like, was that person potentially your spouse? <laughs> n- n- no. Y- yes, sometimes, but no other times. I the mean, difference is, is when Irene happened. was doing bad, we would put her in a position where it would minimize impact. True, true. I mean, the same thing happens in raiding in Final Fantasy fourteen. Like, you need people to know what they're doing, and if that person's not able to do that i mean you're like get it together well the thing i've noticed too and i would always say it vocally on stream is like oh i bet i lost this match i I bet i'm the reason this match lost and sometimes you have a bad game sometimes like yeah you know when i'm in top lane that player is just better than me it's like I'm, i'm not i'm not sure what to do 
like do i move to a different lane like do i just suffer like i don't know that high end part of being like this person is clearly outclassing me and i'm not good enough to compete with them and now i'm the reason the team lost but i'm at least self aware that like oh it's my it's my uh, it was me I mean, it was me i was the reason we lost i mean at, 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 i'm support so i am where i i support but like if somebody can clearly do better than they, then you literally switch to supporting them right like you attack the things that are in their way you you switch your mode to being like i am not the scorer here but i am going to help assist and when there's not something that they're actively doing i am going to kill the wild pokemon around me so that when we do do a big push and i assist them to clear the way i can make my tiny score but like if a person's way better than you like switch to support but i mean i am a support player like that that is my happy place right now is playing eldegoss and healing people and you guys are talking about playing without being able to talk to the other people right. on your team right yeah, yeah right there's a like, yeah, yeah. there's a differentiation there because i have primarily only played with people i was talking okay and coordinating with so i yeah. wanted so i i play a lot of ranked stuff um like i play i play ranked apex legends and the the reason I play ranked over duos or triples, sorry, is you get penalized if you dropped in rank. So what happens normally in like the free play is people have like less of a commitment. So like they'll die, and instead of like them waiting for you to revive them, they just leave the game and move on. And it's that's really frustrating. So in ranked, there's like that commitment of well, you can't leave because you'll get a ten minute penalty, and then you can't even play the game for ten minutes. I personally like, even though I know ranked is like more sweaty in most games, I like having a visual of how I'm doing. I'm going from silver to go or bronze to silver to silver to gold. And then that's where I usually end up at Apex at the end of the season. Is, is I don't have a lot of time to play. Maybe I could push to whatever comes after platinum. But I like knowing where I am. And I don't get that feedback in like pickup play or just casuals. I don't know. It kind of feels weird. I guess you can still win. But at least in like something like Final Fantasy fourteen or Destiny, there is an endpoint, right? Like you beat the raid, you're yeah. good to go. Or and in then something you do like, it again next week. Yeah, or in drops. something like Destiny with <laughs> with Iron Banner, which wasn't really ranked, but it was more like we're doing this to get certain rewards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I did ranked in Unite, I wanted to do it solo because I normally solo Apex as well. Uh, because I I want to know like my skill set and I didn't want to like be carried by because for every time somebody says like oh my team was bad that's why I lost you could easily no and no one ever does this but you could easily make the argument of like oh m- everyone else was good and I was bad but we won because of them right like even though you get worse people you will get better people yeah and I was able to make it to expert which Greg also made it to expert yep um solo queue. And I was yep. like really proud of that because it wasn't like, oh, I'm clearly the worst out of my f- four friends. And like the reason yeah. I got to expert was because of them. I wanted to be like, well, the reason I got to expert was because I, I because of me. We had good games last night, though. Yeah, that was the first time uh, I played with a real human on ranked was with Greg. <laughs> <laughs> mm. And 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 Twitch chat got to see my great support skills. Mm-hmm. My clutch place. What was funny is because there's a delay, I would do things and have move past, and then I would hear you talk about that. And I'm like, oh, that was five minutes ago. 
<laughs> Focus. What are you doing, Steve? Focus. That was five minutes. Wait, that's because you're delayed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what is your overall thoughts on the game? Uh, I mean, I've been playing a lot of it. I, I tried to look up and see how much time I've put into it, but I can't. I, I just, It's not enough yet. It's like something says. after like a week it'll show you. Something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I enjoy it. I originally wanted to main one character and that was not working out for me. So I switched to a support character. Um, but I pretty much have only played with like my friends who are with either on a Discord call or in person. We coordinate that way. And uh, most of my friends are very experienced in MOBAs and have a lot. So. They're kind of like just telling me how to how to go through it and and what to do. I mean, we're not perfect, but uh, I've been having a lot of fun. I think it's just it's it's fun to sit down because it's ten minutes, right? Yeah. Like if we have a half an hour to kill, we can do three rounds, three matches, and and walk away. You dip don't in, dip like out. Talonflame? No, I like Talonflame. <laughs> I Talonflame is not. I'm not at a level where I can play Talonflame well. As opposed to what I now play, which is Snorlax, which I have been able to get MVP playing Snorlax. Mm, oh, we have to. We, we all we know that getting MVP <laughs> is all that matters. We need to play together because we. So we did a friendly match against Steve, uh, where one of his uh, members in chat and I just with Snorlax and Eldegoss at the lower <laughs> lane. And nobody could get past us. <laughs> we just mm. we just kept everybody at bay. And everyone's well seems like I haven't seen Greg this entire game. I'm like, yeah, because you're not coming down to Death Alley where we are murdering <laughs> murdering everybody. because uh, you fools are gonna come and try to take us down and you can't. Now I think our best combo was uh Snorlax and Alola Ninetales. That is that is an outstanding. When I, I do play Alola Ninetales, uh as a more support role, and like the reach and slowdown of Alola Ninetales compared to the I'm now going to jump in and wreck house that mm-hmm. Starlax does is an amazing combo. Um, and Greg, your overall thoughts before we move on to character roster and stuff? <laughs> the, well, people have, been, have asked me the question like, oh, do you like the game? And my response is, I paid money. I gave them money. Oh, you hmm. did. We'll get to. The, we I, have to get to the money part. Oh, wait. Too. Okay. Wait. 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 Yeah. Wait. So I have a quick. This. This was a discussion I had with one of my friends, and I'm pretty certain I can predict the outcome of what how you guys would react. So my friend was playing, and looked at the roster of Pokemon, and was like, "Oh, geez, all of these Pokemon are so expensive to earn from points in the game." Okay. And I yeah. said, "Well, you're going to be playing this game a lot, anyways. You love MOBAs." Now, my prediction is Greg will understand what I was saying, what I meant, and Steve will take it as my friend took it. So let's go with Steve first. Steve, how do you react to, well, you're going to be playing it a lot. You love MOBAs. You're going to be spent putting a lot of time into this game. I would take it as like, yeah, unlock one character a week. It's fine. And Greg? Yeah, like you're going to get the oh, Okay, gem. so you both you agree with each other. That was... I meant... You will earn points. Yeah, you yeah, will get, get those. He took it as if you're going to love this game so much, throw money at it oh, right I now see, because I you want to unlock oh. all the Pokemon. <laughs> and I was like, no, no. no. I like looked up at the, looked up at the TV and he's putting his credit card in, and I was like, I didn't mean spend money. 
I meant you're going to earn the characters. <laughs> yeah, you're going to earn the characters over time. Plus, there's like, so I will say this. The very first day I was playing, I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy Alola Ninetales. And then I looked at it. It's like, no, I get Alola Ninetales for free tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I am not going to buy this. Overall, I do really, I really do enjoy the game. Um, I get frustrated that people don't yet understand what they're supposed to do in the game. Like, if I am playing Eldegoss and you all leave me alone, I'm not doing my role like you've all left. I, there's nobody yeah. for me to support. I can't. I can keep things at bay for a while, but they're going to see that I'm alone and they're going to swamp me and there's nothing I can do about it because I am alone and a support character. And so let me explain, because that right, it came up that I left the Pokemon Unite channel in Slack. And there's a very particular reason why I did that. That's an overall also response to kind of like the first week of the game. I have been playing with play players who play a lot of MOBAs, who understand what the different lanes mean, who should be in what lane. They've already started doing configurations of this is the best build out for this Pokemon, for this lane, et cetera, et cetera. Also, and the kind of person who, if I see an unread channel in Slack, cannot ignore it and am compelled to go in and look. And there's just so many folks in there who don't have MOBA experience and also like overall, like people playing Unite right now who don't have MOBA experience that I just got tired of seeing the, I don't know what this means. I don't know what that means. This and like the old repeated explanations. And I was like, I'll come back at some point when it's just the people who <laughs> the people want to talk more key strategy um, and detail. Yeah. I, I, th I don't think that's a bad thing, though. People no. like the game did what it was supposed to do, which is get people yep. into a series oh, they have never yeah, played. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, I mean, I, I, I am surprised. I have been up to 1 a.m. since it's come out playing matches because it's always like, well, just one match and I, I got to push their ranks. I'm at great four and then I would get a team where I'm like, okay, you've knocked me down. Now I have to now I have to go in because y'all left me. Uh, and ultimately, like, like playing with Drew, realize like Drew, Drew truly is a nine tails main. The things that Drew can do with nine tails because... Drew has a much more aggressive play style. And I'm like, I like support. I like seeing the situation and responding to it. Not, I have to push to get goals. I'm decided to focus on Eldegoss because I really, A, I don't find it stressful. Like most PVP games, I'm always stressed out and that stops me from playing. Mm. In here, one, we'll talk about this later, but like there's not, there's not a voice chat unless I choose to, and I'm going to choose to do it with my friends. So that's already going to be a different experience. Two, I feel like it's just 10 minutes worth of time. People are still figuring out the game. Uh, my frustration levels are probably with them figuring out how to play the game and not necessarily that they were bad or that I was super bad. Like it, It's been five days at most now, and I... Everybody's figuring it out. It, and it, it plays in a very different way. There are things I don't like about the game. Like, there comes a certain point where you just can't catch up no matter what. Also, if it's internet and if one person just does, like, accepts and picks their character but then can't connect and they just sit back in base, a four versus five is almost impossible to come back from. Yeah. And 
there there are things like the game doesn't register that one person is gone and doesn't like have a way to correct for that yet so that well, it is kind of does you can you, report them uh yeah as, if, if a person a, is gone i don't know how long it is it will replace it with a bot and then you yeah you can tell the we, bot to be like top lane or bottom lane or middle yeah i mean we finally in one game got the bot a minute before the match was over <laughs> and it's like okay well we've been wrecked this entire time yeah, I mean, there's there there needs to be a thing like in I think Call of Duty and Apex both do this, but if you're in ranked and you drop, you should be penalized 10, 15 minutes of not being able to play. I mean, and I do know that they have a good sportsmanship meter mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the game. Yeah. I don't fully know what affects that, but I didn't expect to like this game as much as I did, and especially on the first day where I'm like, yep, I'm giving this money. I'm already I've already gotten twenty dollars worth of fun out of this game, so yeah, I'll I'll pay and have gems. I'm not buying characters, I'm not buying clothes, I just bought the extra battle pass. There's not um just a heads up, there's like not a big downside to buying characters. If you bought Ninetales and then Ninetales like right. was the free thing, it actually gives you like a bunch of coins. Because it acknowledges yeah. that you bought it. So it's not like I get it, like some yeah. people like there's a lot of people that are playing Cinderace. But Cinderace is the 14, yeah. sorry, no, Cinderace is the seven-day free Pokemon, and then Greninja is the 14-day free Pokemon. So, like, I get it. I mean, if Cinderace is your favorite Pokemon and you don't, you don't want to wait a full week, I, and I said this with Cram, like, I was like, I'm sure Cram is pay paid. I'm sure I could, you know, earn enough currency to unlock him, but I, I want to play my favorite character, my favorite Pokemon. Wait, look, favorite Pokemon don't win games, dude. <laughs> Uh, now you're off the team. You're off the team. Because that's how it's I'm, Will and I against the world now. I mean, I guess the uh, it, the other way is like, oh, just play it and don't worry about unlocking the character. Maybe you won't like it, but it's like, what if I do like it? Yeah, and, and, and I you do. Missed I, all that time, yeah, FOMO, missed, um, FOMO, Cramorant well, for FOMO I mean, City. For things like Cramorant, where the gameplay is really difficult, what Cramorant does is very situational, and you really have to understand how to use those like. They aren't kidding when it's like expert characters. Like you have to understand what these things do and why you would use them. The other thing I don't like about Unite is once you pick your moves, if you find out that other people aren't like going that route, there's not a way to say like, okay, we'll switch me over from Pollen Puff to Leaf Tornado. Like I can't undo the choice that I made, or at least I don't know how to. Yeah. Because like I'm realizing they aren't, Playing in a style that supports a pollen puff play style, I need Leaf Tornado to be able to stand on my own. But I already made that choice. And I can't, I don't know how, if you can, I don't think you can, switch it to the other thing. So I'm stuck with a suboptimal choice based off of the situation I'm in. I don't have a way to change it. Yeah. The thing that I feel like helps as the character you're playing. So like, I think I have a pretty good understanding of Cram because I've been playing them mm-hmm. nonstop. And not a lot of people are playing them because they probably use their coins to unlock something else or don't also, have enough coins or didn't pay it's money. It's a hard character to play. But the other thing that I feel like maybe people don't think about, here's maybe a little advice, is like understand what your character does against other characters. Like when the first time I saw Mr. Mime, which was like oh, maybe hey, like. Mr. Mime! 
<laughs> it was like literally maybe eight hours in until I saw my first Mr. Mime. I was like, I have no clue what this dude does. Am I supposed to like rush yeah. him? Am I supposed to like keep my distance? Like how much health does he have? The same with uh, like Cinderace. Like the first time I saw, the first couple times I saw Cinderace, I was just roasting Cinderace, like just plowing through him. And then I found uh, like the next day, like, oh, this Cinderace person is destroying me. Yeah. So it's like, was the first day of Cinderace just so bad? And then the se- like second day, people figured yeah. it out. So I feel like playing the character, yeah. even though you're like, I know, like when I play, when I first started playing Cinderace, I was like, well, I need, I should play it so I understand what they do. And I was like, okay, I get it now. But also, I don't like playing Cinderace. But it's right. still a really good understanding when you're going against the Cinderace or any other Pokemon to be like, okay, this is what it does. I still don't know what Wigglytuff does. I've seen like yeah. four Wigglytuffs, and I know it double slaps, and I know it puts you to sleep. I don't know what its other moves are, but every time I it shows up, it's real annoying. Cannot wrap my head around how Gengar works when I'm facing one. I'm like, where did you come from? How are you here? What am I supposed to do? Everybody left me. Please, it's eating me alive. Yeah. Or you see Gengar come out of nowhere and you're like, how are you already level mm-hmm. 10? Everyone yeah. else is mm-hmm. level 5. Where did where did you come from? <laughs> can I can I do a PSA on this particular thing? Yes. This issue. Okay. So as far as I understand, please tell me if I'm completely wrong. You level up as you collect EOS energy no. in the field. Is it time-based? No, it's by knocking no. out the minions. Yeah. Okay, okay. Same thing. In, in my opinion, you knock out minions to collect EOS energy. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. You just don't have to pick up the energy. Right. Okay. We, we all start at the base together. We run out into the field, right? Yep. If you see me... Go after APOM number one. You keep going. Do not steal my APOM by, because only the person who gets the last hit gets credit for taking out when it comes to leveling up. Uh, you, no, so, no, no, no. You get, you, you get the energy. The last hit gets the energy, but whoever's uh-huh. attacking it still gets experience. Yes. But do you get enough experience? So that I'm not sure of. This, mm. so you, so the person, the main person gets, I think, a little bit more experience, and the assist gets less. But just like and, get, get your own creeps, folks. But you don't need to take mine. Here's, here's the thing: I'm using the XP share item, so I don't get experience for assisting. I have to help you kill things so you level up faster, so my XP share item goes off and starts mm. auto leveling me. So. I'm always following behind and hitting a couple of things while I'm letting the person I'm following kill things. So it frustrates me. Like, Steve would run past the thing that we're killing. I'm like, no, you have to kill this. See, I didn't 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 realize you were running XP until I saw, like, I was literally 40 hours in the game and I never saw a light bulb above somebody's head. Yeah. And then you had the light bulb and I was like, am I missing something? I've seen (laughs) Eldegoss before. I've never seen this light bulb. Yeah. So the other thing, too, though, is... There are faster characters and slower characters. If you are playing a faster character, run past the first two APOM and get the two, go towards the two that are standing, like, there's two, like, Yeah. Oh, I always do those two because I have an AoE and I hit both of them at the same time. Well, there, that's that's fine. But you don't, like, everybody doesn't have to stop at the first (laughs) APOM, right? Not with that attitude. Yeah, it's a team game. We're well, all going mean, to team up on that if you're the speedster. Go on your own. Get into the middle. There's all sorts of things in there that you can kill yeah. fast. I was and like level 30 hours team. in. I didn't realize there's like a single lily pup that spawns. 
Yeah, yeah. but and it's only it becomes dirtier. I know, but I would it. always run past, like I would always run straight up to get those apoms, <laughs> and then somebody was like, "Oh, lily pup," and I was like, "There's a lily pup on the map." But then you have to go yeah. around the wall to get. Yeah, you to have to it. go around the wall. Does it turn into Stoutland? I've only seen it turn into Herdier. I've never seen it evolve. I've, I've seen, seen it Herdier evolve once. into Herdier, but I've never seen a Stoutland. I don't know what require what makes that what level has to happen to make them evolve. Like I don't understand how they level up throughout the game. It's just time. I think it's just time. Yeah. But um, let me revise my statement then. If you are playing a support character, let your DPS yes. or your main dude who's doing all the work, hard, fast, kill, whatever, get get the EOS energy. Yeah. Because you don't need Snorlax taking a nap on the other team's goal to pop out some energy. <laughs> it's always really cute. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the battle pass and the money um, and the characters. I'm sure there are very few people that have every character unlocked at this point, unless you spent a lot of money. (laughs) I didn't. (laughs) So uh, we will be right back. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. When there are things you can't tell anyone or you feel like you can't unload to family and friends... You need to unload it, and that's what therapy can be. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Life is full of stressors. It doesn't matter who you are or what you have, your life is probably stressful. For example, you find yourself left alone in the bottom lane, and nobody is coming to save your poor little grass type, and you're mad at, you're mad at your team. Or, in my case, you've had a series of very stressful events, both in work and personal life, where things unexpectedly happen, your animals get sick, your spouse loses their job, all sorts of things happen. Uh, And those everyday stressors are sometimes beyond your ability to cope, and BetterHelp can help you gain tools and talk to somebody about those stressors. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain from it. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and its super effective listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash pkmn C-A-S-T, that's P-K-M-N-Cast. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. And we are back from our break. All right. There's a whole roster of characters. I'm just going to run them down real quick just so we don't forget anyone in this conversation. We got Pikachu. Slowbro, Charizard, Absol, Snorlax, Machamp, Crustal, Wigglytuff, Greninja, Alolan Ninetales, Eldegoss, Cramorant, Talonflame, Gengar, Lucario, Garchomp, Venusaur, Cinderace, Mr. Mime, and Zeraora. So there are 20 characters altogether. We know two more characters are coming, Blastoise and Gardevoir, and then a mystery character. The game, it's not surprising, but the game doesn't give you a lot of characters off the bat, which... yeah. Was not last, maybe it was last week, but the week before, where I was like, I'm pretty sure Cram's going to be paid, and I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure a lot of characters are going to be paid, but I didn't think they were only going to give you like four out of twenty. 
I mean, they're like, what is it? You get, you got a wool and nine tails after three days. You're getting crustal after six days. No, you, get, you get a little nine tails the second day. Oh, second day. It's literally like the next day. Like if if you're gonna stick with this game and you want to see this character, like play it for a day and then the Alola Nine Tails unlocks. And they do the they do a kind of okay thing where they like give you two characters to pick from. It's like yeah. I think it's like Snorlax or Eldegoss, or it's like Pikachu and Slowbro, I think, or something like that. Didn't they give you like all five to choose from? I'm pretty four. sure they only no, give you four, four because you can't go into ranked until you have five. So you either have to wait to unlock a fifth one, which would be the next day with nine tails. But I thought they gave you five to choose from. Oh, do they I give you a, all five? I thought it was two. I, a, I thought it was. I choice, had a list choice. of things because I had. No. I had. I, like, I'm pretty sure it was four to choose from, not yeah, five. It could be four because I think it was. I think it was for me. It was Pikachu, Eldegoss, Snorlax. Snorlax, Snorlax was and, the same with Eldegoss. And Slowbro? Yeah, because I Maybe? definitely picked Slowbro. Oh, weird, because I saw Talonflame. I, I didn't even notice any of the other ones, because I was like, obviously I'm picking Talonflame. <laughs> I did the math. So I, I based the math off the $40 gem purchase. So that's this. Let's talk about some of the problems of the game. The okay. first problem is their currency is so obscure to make you not realize how much money you spend and i just want to shout out pokemon go one coin is one penny it is yeah. very easy very to simple. know like a rocket radar is two bucks a a poffin is a dollar a raid pass a dollar it is nice it is it is it is very simple it's not predatory in any way so in Unite, it is $40. Actually, let's go up to the $50. Cuz 50 is half of 100, easy, right? $50 is 3,500 gems. So it's less gems than money, which look, I'm partnered with DNA. DNA has been very nice to me. Their gem system also slightly obscure in yep. that sense. Uh cuz it's like 99 cents for it's whatever. Their gem system is no better than this. But it makes it it makes it confusing on purpose so you don't know how much money you're spending. So there's um so characters end up being at least based on my math about $7.50. Uh which is pretty equivalent to Apex Legends. So Apex Legends has it where you can buy loot boxes, they're a dollar, they're 99 cents or 100 coins or whatever. And then they have their characters, so you can either buy it with the in-game current. The, the you can either buy it with this red currency that you earn just by playing matches, or you can just pay real money, which is around the seven dollar mark. And then Apex Legends has skins for guns, and then skins for characters, and like the premium, the good stuff would be like twenty dollars a skin, which I have always I've said on the show many times. I think that's way too much for a skin. Uh, I was told by my Twitch chat that in Fortnite skins are about ten dollars, but yeah, in Apex are twenty. This kids these days have way too much money. <laughs> so the so the 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 problem or not the problem, but the the Cramorant skin for your character the the raincoat the, the raincoat outfit. is almost twenty dollars because it's like thirteen hundred gems. And if you just look at the bonus gem, okay, so I there's the first time gem bonus, 
that I can't really see anymore. So I, I've, I've spent $20 in the game. I did the first time gem bonus $20, which was $1,200 plus $1,200. Um, and once you do that once, it's then $1,200 plus $130. And then they, they, they have first time gem bonus, so it's $60 plus $60, $0.99, cents, $245, $245, $4, $4.90, $4.90, $8, and then the, the $1,220, $1,220, $20. So I did the $1,220 plus $1,220. That was how much I gave the game. You can, just because that was a, another question, you can do all four first-time gem bonuses. It's not It's not like if you pick one, it locks you out of the other. You can do all four. But the Cramorant skin was... Oh, yeah. the oh, Here's another... Okay, so they purposely do this. It's really manipulate, manipulative. If, let's say, the first-time bonus didn't exist. So a it's 1220 plus 130, right? Which is... Thirteen fifty for twenty dollars. The Cramorant skin is thirteen seventy. If that bonus didn't exist and you spent twenty dollars, you are twenty gems short of being able to buy the Cramorant skin. You'd have to either go up, or you have to make another purchase. This is, you know, the uh, Cardfight Vanguard. Uh, gotcha game does something very similar where you can buy gems that you can use to do pulls to get cards in the game. But let's say you it's like ten dollars for a thousand gems. You put in ten dollars, you get seven hundred and fifty of the good gems for pulls, and then two hundred and fifty of the not as good gems. And I'm like, but I put in ten dollars yeah. of all Wait, cash. <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch that do like that. Um, I also want to point out like outfits. So I always try to compare it to Final Fantasy fourteen. So buying a full outfit in Final Fantasy fourteen is eighteen dollars. Oh, can we get even like currency complaints if if this is our current arena? The there is a Talon Flame outfit with mm -hmm. a little pilot goggles and scarf, yeah. which I absolutely have to have. <laughs> yep. That is available as a reward from the energy canister, gotcha which of course is yeah. only random drops. Yeah. Unless yeah. you pay for the energy tank. The costumes are different. Um, the, I, and they don't do they don't do a super good job at like signifying that to a player who maybe hasn't played a cosmetic based game. So, like, in Apex, I'm sorry, uh, Apex is going to be the game I compare to the most. Um, in Apex, there's, there's like, blue, purple, and then gold. Or, like, the stuff you can... And then there's, like, gray, but gray is, like, the default. The the blue, you can still pay for. You can, you can pay real money, or you can pay your blue currency that you earn, crafting materials, to unlock blue outfits. And then purple outfits are, like better designed i guess and they're more money and they're more currency and then the the gold outfits are like the outfits that like change the whole appearance they look really cool um and those are those are the 20 dollar ones and the talon flame and the cinderace are comparable to the 20 dollar ones because not only do they change the cinderace and the talon flame but they change the pre-evolution pokemon before that too so like Fletching Fletchingler will have like little goggles on his head, and then when he evolves into Fletching Durr, um, the scarf shows up and stuff. Like each level of that. Whereas, what is a Pokemon Machamp? Machamp has the beach floaty around him or whatever, 
But and he's got a lay too. Yeah, he has the lay. But the yeah. Machop and the Machoke don't have any outfit Anything. at all. Oh. Yeah, which I find super frustrating. So it it is literally the equivalent of like a legendary skin versus like an epic skin. But they they don't actually signify that besides just like price. I don't yeah. necessarily have a problem with like like these super rare because like the the Talonflame and the Cinderace also have like a cutscene. I don't know if you saw that. It has, like, this cutscene that happens um, when you, like, hover over the skin. It's really cool. If you go into the store and or if you go into just, like, the character roster and you can flip between skins, if you just hover above Talonflame and Cinderace's skin, like, you'll see Cinderace, like, swoop in on a ship and he'll, like, run around and it's, like, really awesome. It's, like, a really mm. good piece of animation. Talonflame has this, too. But then Talonflame and Cinderace also unlock you a frame that you can, like, put. And this is a thing that Apex does, too, with, like, their heirlooms, which are their super, super rare thing. I think an heirloom out of a loot box is 1 in 300. But it's really exciting because it gives your character, like, an item they hold in their hand when they're running. It doesn't do anything. It's just cosmetic. And then it gives you the exclusive skin, and then it gives you an exclusive banner. So um, Unite does this, too. You get that, like, pirate banner, or you get whatever Talonflame's flame banner is that you can put around your character itself. But Cinderace's legendary or whatever skin is at the end of the battle pass and then talon flames is hidden in the loot box so i would assume that eventually talon flames will move to a battle pass oh probably or there'll be a point where you can just straight up purchase it yeah but it's like it's whatever it's fine it's like a thing you chase i understand it's dumb <laughs> reminder <laughs> I mean these do not change yeah. the gameplay experience yeah. of the actual character right. i mean all. i am foolishly chasing the Eldegoss coat for my character because I think it is the cutest thing I've ever seen and I want it so much that I did refill I did buy an extra tank to try to get it from the random drops I do but, I, I do want to just disclose I said this on stream the Pokemon company did send me a code for Unite it came with the $50 gem bonus so 3000 500 gems, so just full disclosure. I have not spent that money. I spent my own $20. I bought the Cramorant skin. I bought a Cramorant. I have not spent that money, but I just want to disclose they did send me. Have you gotten your name yet? I didn't, I, I, I didn't respond oh, to no. them. Yeah, they, they held my name. They held a bunch of content creators' names, like Sarah B uh, had their name held. Because when I like logged in that night, I went to do PKMNCast, and it said, this name is unavailable. And then I was like, somebody already take it and then i typed in steve and it was like this name is not or this name is already taken and i was like oh well that's a different message yeah and i was like yeah. am i on some blacklist <laughs> yes so i got sbj which i thought was like sweet i was like oh three letters sbj so i got that so when they were then the next day they were like oh we held your name and here's some gems that we hope you enjoy the game i was like oh that's really nice but also kind of like just having sbj that's pretty sweet my issue... What is the always be branding? Yeah, yeah I know. Always be branding. That's true. Look, no uh, one's going to play me in Unite and be like, wow, that guy sucked. Let me go check uh, out his podcast. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I will say that I have seen people who played against in other types of games against a streamer who have come in to say, hey, that's super fun. That was a great match. I'm going to hang around and see. Like, I, I, I will not be on board saying that people don't get things off of the branding that they see in, the, in a competitive game online. My issue is, as I was typing in my name and not paying attention, I did not notice that there's a 10-character limit. 
and my uh, typical branding is 11 characters. So it left off that last character, and I locked it in. <laughs> you can pay the however much to change it. Nope. We are washing the sin for yep. our Pokemon Unite. <laughs> that, which I really actually like. <laughs> I was like, oh, there okay. it is. Greg, you, uh, you, okay, so before we move to how much money Greg put in, the Cramorant outfit is $20. The only other two outfits that exist were the Snorlax outfit and the Talonflame outfit. Both are 554 gems, which I think is close to $10, uh, cause the Cramorant was $13.70. Um, and I don't know why. The Cramorant is double the price because it doesn't do anything special. Instead, it's actually kind of a bad outfit. As somebody who's paid $20 for this outfit, I'm upset. It forces your character to be blonde. Like, I have black hair. If you're watching the YouTube video, feel free to like, subscribe. I have dark hair. And the... I I think I get why it does the blonde hair because it's supposed to, like, blend in with the beak. Yeah. It's supposed to represent the beak, I think. But the crustal so- cap gives you blue hair. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. It does. But if I'm paying 20, this is the most expensive <laughs> character outfit. And it forces me to be blonde. It's really frustrating. They're never going to change I, it. I thought, so when I saw that and I saw you complain about Bobic, I think the, isn't the idea supposed to be like you're in its mouth, like you're the fish being spit out? Like it's supposed to represent its open mouth and you're trapped inside? Like that's that's the feel I got from it. So I'm like, well, yeah, I can see why they changed the hair color. To match, so it looks more like you are you have been gulped by the cramorant and are about to be spit out. But I think I also get your frustration. Very like, weird. I don't, I don't want blonde hair to be like we're forcing your hair to be different. Yeah, yeah it is a little weird for twenty dollars. For twenty dollars, my outfit should Pokemon have more Go options complaint. than the the ten dollar <laughs> options. Like what, Greg? How much money did you spend? Uh, I did the nineteen ninety nine. 125 plus 125 bundle. So 12, the top, yeah, the 12. Yeah. 1200 plus 1200. Yeah. 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 Uh, I did that. I paid that. I put that money in. That's all I've put in so far. You were against putting money in last week. So uh, here's the thing. Like I put money into Dragalia Lost because if I feel like the game has ultimately respected my time. Or or treats me fairly well for the time that I put in, then I'm like, okay, I will pay money in to 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 get fluff things, to get extra content, like things that don't really change the game. So it was a really good deal. I'm like, I'm having, I'm I'm definitely having this much amount of fun. I feel like uh, I I don't like the caps that they have. Like I don't like that things cap out during the week, but I get why they did it. But I felt like the rewards from the Battle Pass Plus were good enough for the price, and I'm having enough fun that I'll make a one-time... I'm having enough fun that if I was at Target, I would have bought this for $20. Mm. Yeah, that's a good If I had to buy a code and play it, I'm having enough fun that I would have walked into Target and said, give me that for 20 bucks. Easy. Easy deal done. And obviously you bought the Battle Pass. I bought the Battle Pass Plus, whatever the... Oh, see, I, like I never Pass did the Battle Pass Plus. And, and the Battle Pass Plus. I did the Plus because I liked what the Plus items were in the list that it showed me. 
It's the same things. You just get 10 yeah. levels above faster. Yeah. Which I used I wanted to do to, for... I wanted to get those. I wanted to get those faster. <laughs> Apex, Fortnite, Call of Duty, they all have Battle Pass pluses. Yeah. It's just you get a level jump I, right I above mean, the it's, bat. It's, 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 the, it's the Clash Royale thing yeah. in, in Unite form. <laughs> like, I, I want those things and I want them a little faster. And it, uh, I think the price was worth it. I think uh, I think that was like the one okay thing they did is you can't even access the battle pass till you get to level five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you would think like well, we already talked about how the gem system sucks and it's yep. very obscure. And you would think they would be they would be like, hey, get this battle pass right away. But they you do. I mean, it's not long. You have to play like an hour to get to level five or something like that. Yeah. Um, but you can't get the battle pass right away. I think the battle pass is like, in my opinion, of having battle passes in other games, Bash Royale, Apex, etc. Uh, I think it's kind of bad. It it is full of like cosmetics that I would just it, it's a, it's the same problem Apex has. They just fill it with a bunch of stuff you you're just never gonna use. Like I'm never gonna equip these socks. I'm never gonna equip these shorts. I'm never gonna equip this like generic blue shirt. Like I I, I gave you twenty dollars for a Cramoran outfit. I'm gonna wear that. I'm never gonna wear any of these <laughs> other clothes. When you get near the end of the battle pass, you start getting a Pikachu outfit. You get like the Pikachu yeah. ears. Now that like the Pikachu ears are cool. Yeah. And, like the Pikachu hoodie is cool. And obviously the Cinderace special skin or whatever, that's cool. Cinderace. But like there's so much filler in that battle pass. Yeah. That it's like not a great first battle pass, but we'll see in 60 days or yeah. 90 days. Yeah. Right. Their huge mistake was making the black T-shirt and black shorts one of the first like free things that I unlocked because I was like, oh, set, done. <laughs> Look, I am I am hunting the elder glass outfit. I want the pants. I want the. I really want the jacket. I want the jacket more than anything. I kind of want the shoes, uh, but I really want that jacket. And I am I am on the hunt for that jacket, and I'm upset that I haven't gotten it yet. And when people show up. If you show up in that outfit and I don't have it yet, you are not getting a good job from me, no matter how well you did. You you are not getting it. I'm mad at you. Will, how much money did you put in? Zero. So no battle pass for you? No. I. If I'm going to buy anything, it's going to be the ability to uh, acquire the held items and upgrade the held items, because that's what actually helps you to win the game. Yeah, but so, the battle pass has the things you need to upgrade the items. Well, but it has other stuff I don't want. <laughs> So, I'm just honestly so my evaluation is yes I very much agree with the philosophy that if you're playing a free to play game and you're playing it a lot that throw the people who made the game some money they deserve yep. it because they've made a game if I am sitting down by myself and not with one of my friends who loves to play MOBAs I play Monster Hunter stories mm. I'm not going to play Unite I play Unite because it is Literally, the thing that brings me and two of my friends who play two different MOBAs, we can play this one together. So it hasn't reached the point where I would want to give it money. I, I enjoy playing it. That's fair. I impl- enjoy playing yeah. Snorlax. I don't need to pay money. I already got my Floatstone upgraded, so yeah, Snorlax I, is doing fine. I realized, as <laughs> I was talking to a friend of mine, because it came out and I was playing it, on Wednesday, and they texted me like, did you take today off? No, I'm literally doing it on conference calls where I don't have to pay attention. Like, I realized after the first day that I am playing this solo. I'm going into ranked battles 
by myself to learn how to play this game. This is not my normal experience for these types of games. I'm really into this game and therefore I'm going to give it money. Like I made the decision at the end of the day on Wednesday. I've been playing this all day. I have been playing this by myself without my friends. I have been playing this game. I'm mad that I have to stop playing to go do a recording that I agreed to do. <laughs> I am very into this game. And even if after a week that I have I've stopped it and said it's too frustrating, for that week and just for those few days, I'm like, you have definitely impressed me. I will definitely give this money. Speaking of money, uh, I, I did buy one character. I bought Cramorant, obviously. Not a lot of people have Cramorant. It wasn't one of the free options that you could pick off the bat. The characters are different prices. So, for example, Absol is 10,000 coins or, or, or about 7 bucks. Alola Ninetales is only 8,000 coins or about $6. Charizard is 6,000 coins or about $5. Um, I did ask people who played League. This is, or not League, um, is it, it's League. League, uh, yes, because League has character rotation, so every week on League, mm. there's like two characters you can play for free, which this game has. This week, it's like Machop and um, Gibble, or, or sorry, Garchomp and Ma why can't I remember? Machamp. I was like, why can't I remember Machop's evolution? Uh, those, are, those are free to play for the week, and those will rotate, which is nice, because you, you get to see if you even like these characters or not. And then... They did say in League that some characters are just more money than other characters to unlock. I think League has, like, what, like, 80-some characters at this point. But they they said, like, older characters will go on sale or, or new powerful characters will always be 10,000 coins or whatever the most expensive. So that doesn't seem too uncommon in, in that regards. But, like, going back to, the, like, the buying characters, because there is a lot. There's just some characters, like, I don't ever plan on buying. Like, I just didn't enjoy... Machamp at all to the point where like, I just, I'm just not going to spend the 8,000 coins on Machamp. Like, I, if he's free for the week, I'll play him. It's a good character, though. I, but it's <laughs> speedy, tasty attacks. But it's just not my play style. And like, like, Venusaur was another one where I was like, it, it, Venusaur and Cinderace have the same thing that I just hate in games where they have like this long range thing that you have to aim. And if you miss it, you, you, you just lose. Like, you, you missed your shot. And you're done for it. And I like Cramorant because Cramorant does. Cramorant has like a lot of AOEs. Um, like the AO, the only AOE he doesn't have is Dive, which I don't run Dive. I run Whirlpool. I run Surf and Hurricane. But even with Dive, even though that's not an AOE, you don't really miss it because he like he goes right to the target. Um, anyways, so I don't know. Maybe because I'm just a bad player and I'm just I don't I can't aim. Mm -hmm. Like I can't aim Cinderace's Blaze Kick. I can't aim Venusaur's Solar Beam. Mad props to people who can. There's mm -hmm. a, there's a practice tutorial for yeah. that that you can do. My so actually, just in a gameplay mechanics thing, I have found that playing with the Pro Controller, I can aim with the R stick much easier than yes. if I'm playing with the Joy Con. Oh yeah, I have the Pro Controller. The responsiveness of attacks, I find, is much faster on the Joy-Cons because yes. the buttons are smaller, so I, it's, it's lower uh, press rate. I heard somebody say this, and I a million percent agree with them. I can't tell if the controls are too loose or too tight. In like, what sense? I, I feel like when I'm aiming, I'm like, do I want this to be like a little slower, or do I want this to be a little faster? Like so. It just here's it, the question. It feels slightly 
off and I can't tell which way it feels off. Are you when you aim, are you doing process hold down attack button sw- twirl Joy-Con? Yeah, yeah. Or moving are you doing- moving with top Joy-Con, holding the R button and then moving bottom Joy-Con to aim, just like in a shooter. Okay, so what you need to get to pro tips is <laughs> hold the attack button, knock the right Joy-Con in the direction you want to go and release. Don't don't swirl it to mm. kind of aim it into. You've got to know and just knock that thing. <laughs> okay, all right, I'll try that. I'm knock and really release. B- knock. I am it's really like bad uh, at that. the radial menus in Monster Hunter, right? Although the what makes those easier is you're holding the other side. Like you're holding the left trigger and then moving the right Joy-Con to do the radial mon- menus in, in Monster Hunter, but it's more difficult because both things are on the right side. So unless you can reprogram that. Uh, maybe mm. uh, I did the thing. So I played I played standard controls eight hours or whatever, 10 hours the first day. And then I did the thing where I changed where like this is one attack and then this is the other attack because initially mm. these are the two attacks. Yeah. Sorry, this is bad that, for audio. That makes it harder to harder to aim because they're both on the right side yeah. so trying to do hold the attack and knock the knob because your 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 hands naturally fall on zr and rz or zr and zl your 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 fingers naturally fall on those so th- that's where i put the two attacks and mm. i had to relearn but it's it's way better because then then this ha- this your right hand is doing so much it spreads it out and it feels like um I don't know, it feels like a normal game at that point. So, I put, for support, I put the damage move on the ZR, and I put my heal move on the R, because I I don't naturally hit that button, so it stops me from accidentally hitting it, so I have to be more deliberate Mm. on, okay, I have to move up and hit my heal now, and I don't have to think, I have to heal and use my other hand. It's like, it is here... And then when I want to, I know I have to do the heal, I can quickly bump up and I don't have to do a lot of things. The things that I'm really not good at is aiming. I am terrible at aiming. I did switch it so that the A button attacks opponents and the B button attacks wild. So that yeah. I, I can do that pretty good now. But yeah, it, it the controls get a little bit, and I'm, I, I am with you, I'm terrible at aiming. But luckily that even if I don't aim correctly with Pollen Puff, which I usually run... I just have to get it into an area where either an enemy is coming from or you're going to, and we all get a benefit from it no matter what. I think the reason I can't flick, I was thinking about this, Will, is like with Cinderace and Sol- and, and Venusaur, you have that like long-range move, and you flick in that direction. But with Cramorant, I'm placing a circle where Hurricane is going to go, and it will oh, throw them okay. up in an air. So I have to kind of like... I, I don't need it to go super far. Like when, when I'm getting chased, I, I actually have to put it like right behind my butt because that's where they're going to end up. And if I put it too far, they've already run past it. So I feel like I have to hold that button to like place the circle in the circle. Mm. It's yeah, a, it's I a little swap to make it a little easier to yeah. to hold the button to aim and then use your like put the put it on the left side to do the activate the the attack and then. That way you're doing two different hands. So you'd use your right hand for targeting, your left hand for activating the attack. That might make it easier. Yeah, or I just give up that <laughs> I'm never going to be good at Cramorant. 
No. I, I mean, the, I had the same problem with pollen pup. Like, I have to throw it behind me sometimes, and I'm like, this isn't going to happen. I'm just throwing it on me because I get the speed boost. There are some settings, and I, I changed all those settings where, like, yeah. um, one is, like, so you can, like, move and then aim, and that's, like, a toggle. Uh, otherwise, and then there's, like, some smart settings where, like, the game will try to, like, auto aim for you, and sometimes mm-hmm, that messes mm-hmm. it up. Uh, there's There's some weird stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, there's nothing like uh, having three of your opponents running towards you and your bros, and you hit attack and you jump over on it at an Audino. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> okay, so some people have this circle on the side that's got the characters and yeah. pies. What is that? I I don't know what that is. So it, it's just a toggle in settings. I don't remember what toggle it is. It's like it's like right below. You know the there's there's the there's the advanced setting which is yeah you can hit. A, you can hit A to attack everyone, or you can hit A to attack people, and B to attack mm-hmm. uh, right. enemies. And that messed, right. that messed me up so badly, because when, you're, when you spend 10 hours just hitting the A button, and then you change that to like, oh, now I have to hit the B button, and then when you're getting attacked by enemies, you're st- at least for me, I was like still hitting B button, but it, they're not enemies, they're, yeah. they're real people, so you're not doing anything. But then I realized that oh, you can still hit the A button. It will do, uh, and it will do bots. But when a person shows up, it will default it to that. And yeah. the reason you would want that on is because the game only cares about last hit. So you don't want to default attack like Rotom or yeah Rotom, because you might want to wait and then get the last hit in. So there's a reason to have that on, and, I, and once you learn it, it's it's worth having on. But you can continue spamming the A button. The other thing yeah. I didn't realize is even though B is attacking enemies or bots only when you want it to, bots being like the audit nose and stuff, sorry, mm-hmm. for people mm-hmm. who maybe don't know that language, it also cancels your move. So I would like hurricane or I would surf, but then I would go back to hitting B to like finish attacking the Audino. And then my hurricane and my surf would never activate. And then I was like, what is wrong? my game broken? What's happening? But because I was I was hitting the surf button and then hitting B so fast, it was literally just canceling out my surf. And it took me like four hours to like, what am I doing wrong? Like, why is my surf? Get-? <laughs> like, so like I turned it off and I was like, OK, everything's normal again. And then I realized, oh, like even though it's saying B is attacking bots, it is still canceling your other attack. Well, I don't know how fast other Pokemon attack, but Cramorant, there's like a small wind-up for Hurricane and for Surf. So once you get over all that, it's like, fine. But there's a mm-hmm. lot, like, I guess that's a good thing about the game. Like, you can really customize the controls. And you probably yeah. should. Yeah, to fit oh, your style. Okay. Uh, let's take a break. And we'll do one more section on Unite, and then we'll wrap up. But we got to talk about the pay to win. We got to talk about voice chat. Yep. So we will be right back. If any of our listeners have hot lawn care tips, please send them my way. Look, I, my lawn looks better than everyone else's lawn right now. Right now. Right now. Look, I, my lawn looks better than everyone else's lawn now. 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 If you got rabbits in your yard, you're mowing the grass way more often. Why? Because they're pooping. Is they're pooping. Is they're pooping. Why? Why? Because they're pooping. Is they're pooping. Is they're pooping. And the pooping is making the grass grow. I am doing a Google search. This is a true thing. 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 
better than everyone else's law now. That is 100% true because they, they poop in circles and then you have circles that grow. Why? Don't give me these lusts. Give me these lusts. I already tell you how rabbits poop. And we are back from our break. Before we talk about the pay to win that is Pokemon Unite, uh, it is podcast award season. So uh, it ends on July 31st. If you're listening to this on July 26th, you have a few days. Look, you're going to forget. And uh, I did a very bad job at promoting this this month. So <laughs> so I need you all. Look, you would have waited last minute anyways. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You Do have to now. go to podcastawards.com, log in with a new account, because apparently the three of us tested this earlier and all the accounts don't exist from last year. Yep. So make a brand new account, name, email, password. Once you get past that, you go to games and hobby, you select it's super effective, and then you hit vote and that's it. You can select other shows for history or best female or best male, all that stuff. You can do all of that as well. But we think of it as a uh, happy 11 years. It's super effective. There you go. We're going to be 11 years. We got nominated last year. So thank you to everyone who helped nominate us last year. We were in the finals last year. We didn't win. There's not a lot of competition in games and hobby this year. It, It probably takes maybe three minutes out of your day podcastawards.com click the button that says nominate make a fresh account i promise your account from last year doesn't exist make a new one we all we tested this make a new one and then you just get a bunch of drop downs just drop down games and hobby it's super effective and then if you want to vote for other things feel free to and then hit submit that's it that's all you got to do the more people that do that there will be a second vote in august and so the, the we need as many people to do it this week because when the second vote comes out in August, we need you guys to get randomly selected for the second vote, which is very weird. But the more people that do it, the more people that are in our favor. For we, we've tried to win this for like 11, 10 years <laughs> at this point. One day we will. I think this is the year. As long as everyone does it this week, I'll remind you guys on Twitch. I'll remind you guys in Slack. I'll remind you in the Discord. Once you figure out that your email and password from last year doesn't work, it's much easier. <laughs> yeah. Just make sure to hit that checkbox on when you create your account that says you want to be considered for placing a vote for the final roster. I think by default it's checked, right? Nope. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, hit that checkbox too. You want to be in the second vote. You want to have the power to vote. So yeah, that would really help us out if you if you do that. Also... It is near the end of the month, so I usually bring up the Patreon stuff, but I'm only bringing it up to save you money. So we're going to do, to celebrate 11 years, uh, I'm going to be sending out these care packages to anyone at the $25 tier and higher. They're going to include a shirt. I'm not going to say what's on the shirt, but if you're following my YouTube stuff, there's a weekly series and there's like a logo I use uh, that might be on the shirt comes out every sunday night (laughs) i don't know what it is okay that's fine but it'll include a shirt it'll include a bunch of other goodies it'll be very nicely packaged for anyone at the 25 dollars tier now i'm saying this because don't on don't in july sign up for it yet because you'll be charged 25 dollars this week and then you'll be charged 25 dollars once it turns august 1st uh wait until august 1st there'll be a little special limited time thing so if you're if you're like a ten dollar patron or you're a $5 patron and you want the gift package with the shirt and everything else, you can just sign up for August. And then once September comes, you can just downgrade. You don't have to, 
You don't have to stay on it. If you want to stay at the $25 tier, cool, because every three months you get a package anyways, but this is just a bonus package on top. It's kind of like a way to push people towards Patreon to be like, hey, you can get this cool exclusive shirt. You'll only be able to get it through Patreon, and you get other goodies as well if you want to stay there. Or So that'll go up on August 1st. It'll be a two-week limited thing. So anyone who signs up for the first two weeks at the $25 will get that package. The package probably won't ship until the end of September. The end of August, though. Sorry, I think I said September. The end of August, though, just because I'm going to get the shirts made locally. Uh, and they they take like three weeks because they got to approve it and they got to press it and all that stuff. So more details will come. But um, if you did sign up for Patreon, uh, cool. I hope you enjoy the Slack and all the other stuff that comes with it. And the bonus podcasts and the ad free and all that stuff. Okay. Pay to win. Pokemon Unite. When when Pokemon Unite came out, I looked through everything and I was like, this isn't pay to win because you can't. Okay, so it, it is pay to win. There's the, there's no sugar coating that. But they, they set it up in a way where it doesn't look like pay to win, uh, mm-hmm. which is a little deceiving. Yes, that's how they yeah. do it. Yeah. Yes. Well, normally, yes. no, Clash Royale was never, uh, <laughs> Clash Royale was never shy about being pay to win. No. There okay, the pay to win thing in this game is called item enhancer. And if you if you click on it, it is it is ten uh, tickets. I don't know what this currency AOS tickets. There's okay, so there's AOS gems, there's AOS, AOS coins, and then there's AOS tickets. And in comparison, if you wanted one of these held items like focus band, it is either a thousand coins is pretty easy to get. I was able to get 10,000 coins the first day playing mm-hmm. uh, or 625 tickets. So you cannot with real money buy the focus band. Now when there was a huge article on our like r slash Nintendo or something and it got a ton of upvotes and the guy complained that this game was really pay to win and he talked about these items. Initially he's wrong, right? Because you can't actually buy these items with money. You can buy them with coins and tickets, but you can't just put fifty dollars in the game and buy these items. Mm-hmm. But once you get the items, they're permanently unlocked. And there's only like mm, fifteen of them. It's like scope lens, muscle band, wise glasses. So um, far. Yes. It's like uh assault vest, rocky helmet. And you need the item enhancer which is only 10 tickets. You can't use coins, you can't use gems, and you need the item enhancer to upgrade these items. At the surface level, these are the, these are the two things that equal the, the winning, <laughs> right? Like you can buy characters, right? Like even in Apex Legends, you could buy Mirage, you could buy Caustic, you could buy Rampart, but you're not, those aren't really pay to win. They're just different characters in different play styles. Uh, I mean, I guess you could maybe argue that one character is more powerful than the other. Until they get nerfed. So mm-hmm. if these items were just unlocked through coins and tickets, I think it would be fine. But the problem is the item enhancer makes these items better. And there's, in my opinion, a pretty significant difference. And I think if you're a casual player, you probably would shrug your shoulders and go, oh, that's not that big of a deal. But at these high level plays or in matches, when it comes down to like, oh, he had one HP left, like that super matters. Yeah. And I wasn't super convinced the first day I played that these items mattered so much until there was a couple YouTube videos that came out. So one YouTube video showed Floatstone 
Floatstone, it says here, item detail, increases movement speed when not in combat. That sounds pretty good, right? Because, like, when you die, you got to run back to an area, and if you can get there faster, that's better, right? Like, I don't think anyone's yeah. disagreeing with that. That sounds pretty strong. So a, a level one floatstone, so the, the, the YouTuber put a level one floatstone next to, I think it was like a level 20 floatstone, and they showed the side-by-side, and the character with the level 20 floatstone got there like two seconds faster, which is a pretty big deal in a 10-minute match, in my opinion. To get to an area two seconds faster to do what you need to do is a pretty big deal. The more concerning thing for me, I think it was Muscle Band, which increases attack, and I think this was a different YouTube video, but they put it side-by-side. But they showed, uh, I think it was a Gibble or a Machop, both with muscle band. One had a level one muscle band and one had like a level 20 muscle band. The one with the level one muscle band had to hit the Audino three more times before it knocked out. And that's a lot in a a MOBA. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, even you're like, oh, well, that's only one Audino and that's only three hits. You're probably knocking out 20 some Audinos in a 10 minute match. I mean, I upgraded XP share to level 10. And for my Eldegoss, it gives me like, I want to say it's like 60 or 70 more health. And then I have the barrier that I also upgraded. So I have like 120 extra health. And there are new players who think they can attack me and wear me down. And you'll get me down, but I can hit my heal because I have a bigger health buffer than you're expecting. <laughs> yeah. And it mm-hmm. makes a huge difference because I can kite you back to a bunch of people that are going to murder you because you think, <laughs> oh, this Eldegoss is going to go down soon because I fought other Eldegosses and they don't have a lot of health. Well, surprise, I have pay- I have used the items to increase my health on two items. So I have a buffer you are not expecting. You're expecting me to fall faster than I am and it affects my shields it affects when I hit things and heal back. Like <laughs> it makes a huge difference over the course of a game. And the faster you can level them up, the bigger advantage you're going to have. And that is just a fact. It is a pay to win game. Like a lot of other mm-hmm. MOBA games are. Well, but with the caveat that you can throw a million dollars into this game. And if you're not bad. good yeah. at actually <laughs> manipulating the characters on the screen or understanding this track. I mean, there are, honestly, before putting money into it, if you are starting to really enjoy this game, you've got to learn what the difference between Rotom and Dreadnought are. Yeah. And who goes for Rotom and who goes for Dreadnought, because that is very meaningful, and that's not about the money that you put into it. Like, like, I, I agree that on some level, money isn't going to overcome poor skill level like mm-hmm. it's gonna Correct. help but if you are just bad or you make bad choices or you don't know how to or where to go like throwing money at the game isn't gonna fix you not knowing how to play the game but you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna learn how to play the game or you're gonna find people that that teach you how to play the game like there are already a lot of good guides like yep you should be here you should be here this is what this is this is who these are the people you're supposed to support and you can take in that knowledge but paying to win or, or paying to increase these items is going to give you more time to get that skill. It buys you a little extra oomph to help refine what you're doing. Well, but also um, fundamentally, if if you and I have equivalent skill levels in the game, 
but I have bought the items and right. upgraded the items, I will win. Yeah. I will beat you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Uh, now I I was told again I'm 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 just parroting things that I was told by people who played a lot of League of Legends um, that this did exist in League. It was called runes, and right. you could equip yes. runes and you could pay to upgrade the runes. But League has gotten rid of that system where yes, also you can just equip a rune and that's fine. Uh, who knows if Matt uh, if Unite will go down that route right now? Whether or not you like it, it is a thing that exists in the game. So there, there's a couple. So, to, so I, I, I stress that our slash Nintendo thing was slightly incorrect. I mean, they did say the game is pay to win. That's true, but they didn't yeah. explain how to do it. They, they pointed yeah. out two <laughs> items, or they pointed out the i the uh, the held items, and they pointed out the what is the purple thing called? It's called um the item enhancer. Those yeah. are two yeah, things yeah. you can't actually pay money for. So the right. big question is like, how do you get that? So the the way around it, the actual pay to win, which is like really kind of backwards, because I feel like if they just wanted to make money, they would just let you buy these two with coins. I don't know why they didn't or gems. Sorry. I don't know why they just didn't put a gem button next to it because they would have made money. Maybe they just didn't want it to be so transparent. I think they don't want it to be so transparent. I think I think the importance of an easy barrier of entry and those things are hidden helps to keep the game from seeing like suffering from. MOBA toxicity, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it doesn't let people who are very familiar with MOBAs be like, oh, immediately this is a toxic game. This is a bad pay to win situation. Um, and I think it also gets hidden so that the majority of casual players don't interact with it and don't sort of understand what it is or how to do it. And so it sort of starts to separate out the player base to some extent to like people who don't understand it can all have a very casual, still fun experience. And in rank battles, they're going to start separating themselves out. And it makes a weird dual system in the game that I'm not overly fond of, but I kind of get their reasoning behind it a very little bit. Real. Yeah, it is. So so how you pay to win at this point in the game, are, there's two ways. You either use spend 200 gems on the gotcha mechanic yeah so that adds energy back into the gotcha mechanic and when you earn this is a weird mechanic we we haven't even explained this the the worst thing that this game does <laughs> is there's like 17 menus and yeah. they all don't make sense they're all like right. where where do i go to equip an item what is this gotcha mechanic what of the three different stores do i have to go to to purchase something what currency am i using out of the six currencies you have even worse the the actual biggest crime that this game <laughs> has committed is the x menu which is your prime menu for going through and doing stuff you go x to open the menu you select what you want to go into. You go into it. Every human on this planet <laughs> has the expectation and right, I dare to say, right, to hit B to get back to the yes. X menu that I started from, <laughs> yes. not B to exit it all completely. Yes. So oh, I have to it, start it, from the beginning again. It, Shame it, on you, Timmy. Shame. <laughs> Playing the game doesn't enrage me as much as that X and B combo. <laughs> Because I get so mad when it kicks me out. Dead and I'm like, 
I pay to win for better menus. Is this option? I will okay. give them many money here's, for menu improvement. Here's a true story. I was on Wednesday. I was upstairs. I was playing Unite. I did that exact combo, and I swore very loudly, and suddenly... <laughs> My husband is running upstairs going, what's wrong? Did you fall? Did something fall over? And I had to look at him and go, it's just this stupid game. I got very, very mad. Poor UI. <laughs> okay, so there, there is a gotcha mechanic in the game. We talked about this earlier. This is the way to get the Talonflame skin. It, the, the game, for some of its faults we've talked about, the game is transparent in its gotcha mechanic. It is a mm. half a percent... A one in two hundred chance of getting the talon flame thing out of the gotcha machine, but when you complete a match, you get like twenty to thirty uh, energy, and every time you get to hundred energy, you can crank the gotcha machine, and it pops yep. out a very bland shirt or like coins or something. I got a pair of socks better got, than I, you, Pokemon Go. I got, yeah. And every, I got my socks. every week, you get 1,000 energy, so you get 10 loot boxes a day. You can spend 200 gems, which is, what, like 4 bucks, and you can add another 1,000 to it. You can also spend um, gems to earn more energy per week or whatever. Like, you can earn the energy faster. So the pay-to-win comes in through two options, the gotcha machine, so putting money into the gotcha machine to get the item enhancers or to get tickets to buy item enhancers or by leveling up your battle pass by paying to level up your battle pass. And that's not new. Every every right. literally, literally every game, Clash Royale, Fortnite, Call of Duty, Apex, they all have an option where you can buy levels in a level battle pass. But because you cannot buy these item enhancers outright, you either have to pay to upgrade your battle pass or you just pay for the gotcha machine. And that is where the pay to win comes in. So they do obscure it in a way. Um, but but it like 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 there's no if anyone's trying to like say like it's not pay to win. I don't know what Kool-Aid they're drinking. <laughs> it is. And that's like, it look, is. it's fine. It doesn't matter if somebody's paid $100 or somebody's paid $0. I will still lose. It's it's okay. It's fine. I actually kind of feel better if the, you know, $100 person beats me because, you know, they spent money and I didn't. That's fine. It's okay. I, I think inherently, look, if you don't ever want to play a game that has a pay to win advantage, I respect that. I played, Greg and I both played Clash Royale for three years. Every day, it was Worst it was it was pay to <laughs> it was pay to win day one. Yeah, it was. but I still won a majority of my matches. I still had a great time. Yeah. I think I ended up putting maybe in the three years of that game, I put in like twenty five to thirty dollars. Five of it went to a charity thing, which I'm like yep. still very happy with, and it was fine. Like I get it. I get being like this game is pay to win. I'm staying away from it, but also like. Uh, you're going to lose. Yeah. Whether it's pay to win or not, like I, you're, you're just going to lose. And for me, I've just never been like in Clash Royale when I was like level eight and you dropped in front of like a level 11 and all their units were maxed out. And like you, you recognize that right away. You go like, oh, that dude spent like probably 500 bucks to be where he is. I'm not mad that he's going to win. It's just like, whatever you won. Cool. Like the yeah. matches are so fast. I'm just going to get into another match and move yeah. on. Like it's totally cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a brief heartburn over the rank system when like I I lost and it dropped me down a pip and I'm like, excuse me, I earned that. How dare you? Yeah. Uh, 
but then I sort of recentered and I'm like, I need to focus on less about the rank and more about am I having fun and uh, sort of accepting the fact that I am going to lose every I'm going to lose a number of times and what keeps that from being not a horrible experience is the matches are capped at 10 minutes so i'm like i'm just going to jump into another one and have a good time and b i don't have an active voice chat screaming toxicity at me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i feel you like there's helps i feel like there's this like perception of oh, gosh i don't even know how to explain it like people, people think that oh, the game is pay to win, so I lost because they paid money. Right. Which, mm-hmm. which in reality is like, I feel like you're just trying to like coat that you lost and just accept yeah. that you lose. Like, I mean, it's it's what I said earlier at the beginning of the podcast. I can tell in a game that I am the weak link. Like, it is so self reflective of like this is why we're losing. It's because of me. And I think a lot of people just don't want to accept that and don't want to point it out. So the first thing they jump to is, oh, that dude spent more money. Yeah. No, I mean, you just, you, it's okay. You, you're just bad at the game or you just had, or like you just had a bad game. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Some, like I, I have dropped in Apex Legends and I have died right away. Am I bad? No, I just, I just dropped in a, lo- yep. a bad spot. That, that person just picked up a gun yep. before me. Uh, I, 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 my cat jumped on my lap. I have also dropped in Apex Legends and I've won like three games in a row. Yeah. With, with pickup I- groups. Like it, it's whatever. It's like the, you don't get the highs of winning without the lows of losing, right? right. It's, it's, it's like the RNG. You can get better at things. Um, and I guess the way to circumvent that is just always play with friends. Yeah, that but, definitely helps. But if if you have to just kind of like, look, the pay to win is bad. I'm not defending it. It, it sucks. Right. It, it like it's, it's and frustrating. I dealt with it in Clash Royale, and it was. And I would say that my Clash Royale experience was good because I played it for three years. If it was bad, <laughs> I would have quit earlier. Yeah. But the game genuinely was fun. Yep, and it was doing a lot of things that I really liked that no other game was doing. And I and um, there's not a fiber right now in this podcast recording where I I cannot say that Pokemon Unite is not fun. It is incredibly fun. It is it is it is a game mechanic or a type of game that I want in my life right now. And I will lose matches because I am playing with random people, and some mm-hmm. people on my team might be good. And some mm-hmm. people on my team might be bad, but that is the same for the other team. They might have really good players and really bad players. I might have an AFK player. They might have an AFK player. Yeah. I might have a whale on my team who spent a lot of money. They might have a whale. Like, there's so many variables yeah. going in that I feel like if you're going to just push off the game and be like, it's pay to win, I'm not playing it. That's fine. But also... I don't think that's your problem right now. Right. I think your problem is you're afraid to lose over and over. And I get it. Mm-hmm. Losing sucks. Yeah, losing stinks. Ah, no, 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 like, no, no, no. You can no. tell when also when people are coordinated, like they're in a chat together because oh, yeah, they yeah. spot. They're like, oh, they're all talking to each other because these things are happening way too fast. Or you roll up and everyone has very similar names. And yeah, you're like, oh, like, oh they, they really planned this yet. out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to get wrecked. It's hard in a. It's hard to suppress like the competitive nature that we have in ourselves, and if you get super frustrated at losing over and over and over again, like it's it's easy to be like, 
I just played an hour. I lost every match that I was in. And that is a disheartening feel. But I, I think... But I also don't think you just dropping a bunch of money is going to fix right. that. It isn't no, going to fix that. But also, a, a person dropping a bunch of money didn't necessarily make that different. Like, you sort of have to figure out what about the game makes you happy and play the game and be like, I still find enjoyment of this. I don't think pay to. I don't think paying somebody paying automatically negates that formula, right? Like. There are ways around the pay-to-win thing. Like, I'm going to play with my group of friends. We're only going to do friendly matches. We're only going to... I'm only going to do quick matches. I'm only going to do... The weird 3 v 3 match yeah, that you can do. The, like, there are uh, there are ways to interact with the game where that doesn't become a huge factor. I think, I think you made a super good point, Greg. Like, you have to find what brings the enjoyment right. out of you. And I, I think I saw that. And, and I knew this was going to happen. I, like, I stream on Twitch. People always want a backseat. Like, this happens all the time. Like, when I do competitive VGC or when, especially if you're ever playing the Pokemon trading card game online, people are like, why'd you play that card? Why didn't you do this? Why'd you do... Like, I had somebody go, like, why are you using that held item on Cramorant? Because I'm using the silly claw, the APOM claw thing, which lets you, um, it lets you do more damage to bots. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that the fluffy tail one Fluffy thing? tail. Yeah, yeah. Tail, and yeah. they were like, oh, you should be running eject button on Cram. Or they'll be like, why are you running Hurricane and not Air Slash? And it's like, because I legit have fun with these, this yeah. moveset and this item. So yeah. I, I am, I am sure that Air Slash or Dive is a better combination than Surf and, and uh, Hurricane. I am sure that this Floatstone shouldn't be on Cramorant and Shell Bell should be. Like, but the way I set up my Cramorant, I love it. Yep. And it is fun for me and it has gotten me to where I am in it and I'm cool with that. And yep. Once I get bored with that or once I feel like I am confident and I want to venture out, I will make that move. But I think it's really important for people to play something you are super comfortable with. And if if somebody wants to give you feedback, like if somebody go if I'm like, you know, I hit my I hit my ceiling with Cramorant, I'm not sure what else I can do. And if that choice is removing Floatstone and putting on Assault Vest, I'll, I'll do that when I get there. But like right now, I like where I'm at yeah. and I'm having fun. And I think that's super important. Yeah. Is like if you have a different mindset where like you want to come into this game, you want to drop some money, you want to be the very best. I props, props <laughs> to you. I'm genuinely having a good time just playing. Yeah. I don't get. I I can't say I don't get salty when I lose. It is incredibly frustrating when you have a teammate that like wants to give up in the first like two minutes of the match. It is frustrating when you have a teammate literally refuse to leave camp and they just yep. they've just accepted the game is over. Yep. Uh, it also feels good when that teammate literally sat in camp for eight <laughs> minutes and you still win the match. That yeah. felt great. Yeah, and it also felt great on the winning screen when everyone thumbs up each other, but that one dude yep. that didn't do anything, and then I yep. reported him for being yep. inactive because he was. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know you could thumbs up people. Yeah, you can. Good job, people. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I here's here's my life advice for this podcast. Advice isn't advice unless the person asks for it. Mm -hmm. If you're just giving <laughs> advice and the person never asked for it, you're just spouting your opinion at a person who's like. Go away. Yeah. The advice <laughs> only becomes advice if somebody says, hey, can you give me advice on what I'm doing here? Because they're only then are they receptive to hearing what you have to offer. 
Right. Like if I if I say to my Twitch chat, I don't know what I did bad in that match. Like I like I was last in the match. I kept getting killed by this Gengar. I don't know how not to get killed by the Gengar. I don't know. Should I go somewhere else? Like and and no one has an right. answer. Right. And right. that's fine because everyone's new at the game. Like there was one point I was playing Garchomp. And like right before, I never played Garchomp. It was just like the team needed an all rounder. I was like, I'll take one for the team. I'll switch to Garchomp. I've played them like twice. <laughs> and then like I pa- I panicked and I added my three best items. It was like Shell Bell. Fl- it was literally what I planned, Cram. And then somebody right. in chat was like, I don't think Shell Bell should be on Garchomp after I like died. And I went, Thank you. I'm yeah. going to go out on a whim and say Shell Bell is not the reason why I'm losing right now. I'm <laughs> exactly. very confident like my health items in this situation do not matter. This team has been like stopping the whole like me and everyone else like it's fine. Like it was clear that our team had no synergy. I'm not very good at Garchomp. They had some sort of coordination whether it was voice chat or not and they 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 destroyed us. Like it wasn't even close. Um and that's fine. Like the, that happens. Same thing in any other game. You can drop in Apex Legends and just get wiped right away. It's not the end of the world. It's nice that uh, Unite matches are only like 10 minutes long, and that 10 yep. minutes goes by super mm-hmm. fast. 10 minutes one is thing. Like longer than the three minutes of Clash yeah. Royale. So like yeah. it is a bit of a time sink, but it can feel long. It can definitely feel long when your team gives up like three minutes in. Uh, but if if your team is genuinely trying and it feels like an even fight, that ten minutes goes by. Yeah, in a second. I'm so happy I've never had that our, experience. Our final battle last night, where we were like, we were struggling back and forth, and we lost, but only by a small. Yeah, margin. I think we only lost by like fifty yeah. points. And like it was, <laughs> it was still a lot of fun. Like I still had a great time. We lost, and it was a, it was. Not a close game for a for the whole start of the match, and then we really cranked it at at the end, and we still lost. But I felt like everybody got together. We did a lot of great things. I made some mistakes. I know I did. I did dumb things, whatever. And it's still fun. Like at the end, I'm like, that was a still a good game. There is one thing I wish I could turn off. It's the announcer saying. You lose at the end. Yeah, I know. You do not have to yell this at me. You I, lose. This is not this is not a function that needs to be in this game. I am aware that I lost. I do not need an announcer screaming from my TV that I lost. Let me turn that off or just get rid of it. Nobody needs it. We know we lost. I mean, just turn the volume off. I mean, I try. <laughs> but then it gets really weird. So my my key point in all of this that I want to get across is the the reminder that we must frequently make to people like people who play TCGs, people who play MOBAs, people who play anything that's player first player, games are for fun. If you're not having fun and just playing it is making you angry, 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 stop. <laughs> All right? Because you're going to go into a, an anger pit. The game's not going to be fun for you. It's just going to yeah. become an obsession. Yep. And you just need to walk away. There was a point if you very, can't lose and laugh, then you you're playing the wrong game. There was a there was a point very early on in Clash Royale where I was not having fun, and I think I stepped away for for two weeks. And I think they did some sort of update to the game. They did a lot of updates to Clash Royale. They did a lot of updates to that game, but they genuinely made the game better every time, and made it more accessible, and made made it more and like they balance characters and stuff. And, like, right now, 
Oh, we didn't even talk about this. Like right now, it it, it is definitely frustrating to play against Zera Aura. Mm-hmm. I, and I would probably maybe say Gengar, maybe because I don't understand how Gengar works. Yeah, I figured out Zeraora's deal. Like I can usually now usually go toe to toe with Zeraora. Like I I play I also played Zeraora for a while, so I know what like they do. I do not get Gengar. Gengar wrecks me every time. I'm like, oh no! Like like no one's going on social media being like, Mr. Mime is overpowered or Cramorant's overpowered or or like I can't figure out Alola Ninetales or anything like that. It is it is like primarily. Zeraora and Gengar that have a lot of frustration around. And Zeraora kind of makes sense because, like, it wasn't in the Canadian beta. It wasn't in right. any of the Chinese betas. It was, like, specifically just added. And I am sure that, like other games, these characters will be tweaked. I don't know if yeah. we have to wait till the end of the season for that. I don't know if we have to wait a month. I don't know if we have to wait two weeks. But... It does feel like specifically Zeraora and Gengar are just a pain to play against. Um, there, it's not impossible though. Like I like no, like I feel like Zeraora I, is on every enemy team I play, and like I think I have like a sixty-five percent win ratio or something. So it's I, like not I, impossible. I think the I think the case that Zeraora is overpowered is faulty. I don't think Zeraora is overpowered. I think it came out of nowhere. I think nobody knew what Zero Aura did. It has a very unique play style, and I think people capitalized it on it very early on. I don't see Zero Aura dominance like I did the first day. I I I don't think I think it took people time to understand what the attacks are, like discharge is gonna do this. It, it, if it hits you and it has a stun effect and that it can combine these things up. So like you're learning how to compensate for it. I think Gengar being a locked character has a similar problem. Like I, I don't run into it often enough and I don't know what it does. I don't know what to expect from it, but like Zara Aura, I expect the minute it shows up, it's going to spark at me. It's going to jump right to my <laughs> thing. So I need to eject to away from where I it think thinks it's going to be. The thing with Gengar out. is it poisons you and then Hex yeah. does a ton of damage. And there yeah. is technically an option in the game, which is full heal. You could, will heal yourself in poison and theoretically Gengar shouldn't be able to like one shot you but no one's running full heal like everyone right. is just running eject button right and like it's literally like the fourth day of the game and everyone just default and it doesn't help that like youtubers are like eject button is the best button and it's the best Maybe. item and it's like yeah it's it's good but also what am i doing against Gengar besides getting poisoned right. and then instantly dying maybe i should run full heal like i don't know <laughs> Eject button makes sense for me. I need to get out to heal people. I need to jump. Like, as Eldegoss, I need that extra movement. I need to be able to get to a place where I can heal and survive. Like, I need the boost. Other people don't need the boost. Like, understand what your character is supposed to be doing yeah. helps decide that button. Eject button doesn't work for everybody. The reason I don't run eject button on Cram is because I still can't get away from things fast enough, even with right. eject button. Like... Like, I think Pikachu has a little bit too much range because even yeah. eject button away from Pikachu, I still lose that running away. Like, it's whatever Electro Ball just follows and hones in so well. I still, yep. like, with eject button, I still can't outspeed Gengar. I still can't outspeed Absol. I still can't outspeed um, Talon. Well, Talonflame's not a problem. No one's playing Talonflame. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some people are. Yeah. Uh, there are some good Talonflame players out there. But, like, eject button allows me breathing space to get another heal in. And if I can get if I can get the gap, 
for a second and get another heal off, I can win that fight. I can kite you back to where you're slowed down, and then I can really win that fight. Uh, but I don't. I, I think everyone's like, oh, just use the check button because it lets you get away. Like, no. Like, that's great for ranged attackers. That is not great for other things. That's not great for Snorlax, who needs to stay up there. And and Wreck House. Snorlax needs a different item. Um, but again, it's early. People are still trying to figure a lot of things out. Um, like, what's ideal? Uh, I've had people say, what are you doing running XP share? Like, you don't get to auto level. And I'm like... For a million reasons, I use XP share. Like there are other benefits that I get from it. Yeah, it's it's like a very it's like a very meta thing of like, like I like I've seen I've seen uh I've seen lists where people put Venusaur at the bottom. Yep. And like Venusaur is the worst character. Don't play Venusaur. And I was literally in a game where Venusaur destroyed everyone, <laughs> and yeah. I was like, I don't know what the, like, and I knew I like I knew playing in the game like. Whoever Venusaur is, I don't know what you're doing at the two-minute mark. You're rocking it. Four-minute mark? Holy cow, what are you doing? You're so good. Six-minute mark? I can just stop playing. Whoever's playing Venusaur, they're just winning. And like, and then the, the end results came in, and it was like, yes, Venusaur literally dominated the entire match. And this is like yeah. a character that most people wrote off like right away in four days. We're like, no, don't play Venusaur. He's the worst character. And it's like, there's so that much... That people play in different styles and people like different things yeah. and people have like I don't know maybe if that Venusaur player moved to a Zeroar player they would have got they would have done even better who knows but like the I get why there's a toxicity to MOBAs or maybe other games of like why aren't you doing this why aren't you using this move why aren't you using this holodom why are you going like calm down calm uh, like down. like it it was always frustrating for me to play VGC. Because I work with a coach. I work with somebody who won a world championship. So people would come into my stream and they would be like, why aren't you running light screen on Grimmsnarl? Why are you only running reflect and not light screen? And they're, like, they're giving me all these like points about my team as I'm playing, which is like fine, whatever. Like I get it all the time, but it's like, and like, like I know it's like really pretentious to say, but it's, it, it's like, well, how many world championships have you won? Because <laughs> literally a world champion helped build my team. Yeah. And we practiced it, and we went through, and there's a reason why we're only running Reflect on Grimstar, and we're not running Light Screen, and, like, I don't know where, <laughs> I don't know where people come from with their, like, why aren't you doing this? And it's, it, it, like, I, I feel like maybe there's a good intention of, like, I'm trying to help you out. There is. But C point A, <laughs> advice that's not asked for is just your opinion. So, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's frustrating. People have the best intentions, right? They want you to do better, but how they express their best intentions is sometimes very toxic. Last thing I, I, I want to talk about is voice chat. The game the game does not have voice chat. This is another thing I've heard all weekend is like, Steve, why don't you do voice chat with people? You'll you won't lose as much. Which is like inherently probably fine. But there okay, there's two let's, let's get this out of the way. There's two types of voice chats. There's the voice chat with randoms. And then there's the voice chat with friends. Never randoms. Too yeah, long I, didn't read. Voice chat with friends is fine. There's yeah. the there is there is the even even in a community, and this is why I've been so scared of turning on voice chat in my community because I know we have a lot of awesome people. But I, I think sometimes what happens is whoever ends up being the weakest link, and I kind of want it to be me, honestly. Like I would rather be like. The, <laughs> 
I would want it to be me because I think the weakest link on the team is like actually mentally the strongest person most of the time because they have to accept that they're like they have to just put up if they can put up with the weakest link they can deal with that but I don't think a lot of people can deal with being the weakest link and I don't like I'll just use like Drew and Jeff let's just let's say it was Drew Jeff me Greg and Will not that any of you guys would do this but if like Drew was the reason if Drew kept coming in last there could be resentment of like well we would have won that if it wasn't for Drew or gosh Drew if you would have just scored 10 more points we would have won and mentally that's like really hard on the person and I wouldn't mm-hmm. ever want to put like my community in it where like oh man that per- it's always this person's fault and if I'm the weakest link every time I can handle that right like I'm already mm-hmm. self-aware to know yeah. like ah, I lost the match that's why I would rather play with people slightly better than me so I can take all the blame because mentally I can handle that <laughs> but the the resentment part is really hard especially in like Oh, why'd you do that? Why didn't you do that? Well, Greg, you should have backed out. Like, why did you push? Um, Like, it happens. Like, people make mistakes. Not every game you play are going to be perfect. I made a choice in the moment. Hindsight, yeah, that was a bad choice. Yeah. I I thought it was going to go a different way. Guess what? It didn't. (laughs) Right. Like, it's it's not even in a turn-based game. Like, "Ah, I thought they were going to protect. They didn't. Uh, now they I didn't. lost because of it. Like, yep. uh, yeah, in hindsight, yeah, I shouldn't have done that, but I took a risk in the moment and it didn't pay off. There's an old saying that I somewhat agree with is you learn more from your failures than your successes, mainly because you will examine your failures more. Like, why did that go wrong? Oh, okay, this is where it went wrong. And you need to build up those experiences so that it's second nature. Like, I've been in this situation before. I am not going to push here. I need to back off. So in a situation with randoms, I don't no, know I can't. if people forgot about like Xbox Live and like the 360 and how it was nothing but like people yelling, you're gay or your mom or anything worse <laughs> than that. <laughs> I remember that. I was the age that I was name calling and probably saying some pretty awful stuff when I was like 19, 20. I I disagree with the fact that voice chat would make your matches better because I I just don't think that's the case. I think in reality, you know, this is a new game. A lot of people, especially in our community of the Discord and the Slack, they've never played a MOBA before. Like them just not understanding fully what to do. I don't know if... I, I, I... don't believe that voice chat helps in that situation. Like they just need to understand where to go, what to do, what's important, what's not important. And I'm still struggling with that too. Sometimes mm-hmm. in, in a match, I'm like, I, I, I don't know what I should do. Should I stay here? Should I move to the center? Uh, I feel like I'm not doing anything right now, but also like my teammates aren't here. Like there are situations where I, I don't know what to do and that's okay. And I think that's, the the conversation of like well if everyone was just on voice chat it would be better like like why why do we suddenly believe that somebody's going to listen to somebody else right why do we think that it isn't just going to be like hey you're a dumb dumb or hey you're like cuz that's what voice chat is and i don't feel like i've had an experience where it's not like that and for every person that says like well i've had a good voice chat experience 
there are there are like tenfolds the amount of people that are like i have not had a good voice chat experience a good voice chat experience with random people is rare it is it's possible though for sure it is possible but i mean i go my first introduction to random chat was in world of warcraft and there used to be t-shirts that people would print out that said i survived baron's chat because in this one zone in world of warcraft the barons the chat was so toxic and so unrelenting but you had to exist and level through this in this zone people quit the game because they looked at that it was the it was the first place you got to after you did the entry zone and we're like if this is how this game is these people are awful they are horrible people and they treat people terribly and trust me when i tell you as as a gay person in chat it is it is it can be the worst experience of your life because random chatting is an unknown entity and 90% of the time it is going to be a bad experience because people will just they they don't think they don't think that somebody of these groups that they are used to mocking in their personal life is going to be there or they don't and care it is a rough situation or they don't care and it is a rough rough situation in those situations and that needs to be acknowledged and i think it's one of the things that's keeping me in unite is there is not a general chat that i'm having to deal with that is making my losses even worse well we had a we had a situation over the weekend where um you know people kept going back and forth on voice chat and they're like steve you should get on voice chat you should voice chat with some people and it's like no (laughs) i am a twitch streamer right there are a lot of twitch streamers playing this game and there are a lot of twitch streamers voice chatting with each other and i think that's where it stems from of like steve get on voice chat and it's like i i know all of those people are nice but like i i have no desire to be like hey go to bottom lane or hey i need help because uh, because i think the in-game tools of like i need help are fine enough and i just don't want to hear their banter back and forth and i don't want to get to the point where it's like why didn't you do this why didn't you do that like i don't know i made dumb mistakes i'm super sorry like uh, like I've already seen that between streamers where it come uh, kind of the there's like salt starting to form. I just don't want that. And somebody typed, well, I've never had a bad voice chat experience. And I was like, I'm going to go out on a whim here <laughs> and I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to take a shot in the dark that you're probably like a white dude. Right. And he was like, yeah, but I don't know what it ha- I don't know what that has to do with anything. I was like, I'll tell you why. Because not a single female viewer in my chat, not a single LGBT member in my chat, not a single person of color in my chat would have ever typed that sentence. Ever. Like, of course, your, your experience is going to be good. You have, you have a privilege of being a white male. And I don't want to make you feel bad for, like, I'm a white male too. Uh, Greg, Greg, is, uh, Greg is as well. Will is as well. You, you don't have to feel bad about it. You just have to accept that you have an advantage through voice chat compared to somebody who comes off very flamboyant or somebody who comes off as a very feminine or somebody who comes off as uh, a person of color because they have uh, an accent of some sort, right? Like, oh, you have a Spanish accent. To say that you've had a great experience, like, I'm happy for you. 
But also, like, you don't have a disadvantage with your voice that other people do. Like, voice chat is inherently bad. <laughs> like, even in games of Apex where there is not voice chat, there are still toxic people. Like, people that refuse to revive you. People who take your items. People who, like, oh, gosh, it's, it, it, like, it's just competitive games. A lot of them are toxic. I think a lot of people know that. And I, I guess I am not ready to take that step of trying to pair up with people where it's going to get it to a point where it makes my experience less enjoyable. That's not what I'm here. I'm here to play a game. I'm here to have fun. If I lose, fine. If I win, cool. At the end of the day, it's not the end of the world. But I, I'm not playing Apex or Clash Royale or Unite because I am going to be uh, a veteran rank world champion. Like, I'm playing to have fun. And if, if my skills improve, awesome. That feels great. If I hit a ceiling cap, okay, no big deal. Like, I've hit the ceiling cap in Apex. I ain't getting any better. It's fine. <laughs> but, like, the mentality of, like, oh, you got to play on voice chat to have the advantage. You got to be using these items to have an advantage. You got to be doing this. Like, whoa, back up. We, we're, we're all not trying to, like, be the best in the world right now. Like, it's, it's, a, very, it's a very frustrating conversation. Yes. <laughs> overall i think unite is great i don't think it's perfect i don't think anyone th thought that this game was going to be, re be released and be like this perfect amazing game i think if they keep adding new clothes they keep adding new characters i think if they balance stuff i think that would be great to increase the life of the game i am sure there will be a in like two weeks pokemon unite is dead even though I'm sure it will be still making a lot of money and it will still be very health healthy. It's just the, you know, the players who wanted to play it for a week fell off and that's fine. Oh, I'm sorry. One more thing before we, we, we move on. I just want to talk about Zapdos as a mechanic. Zapdos is like the golden snitch of Pokemon Unite. If you've ever watched Harry Potter, most games are won when the person catches the snitch because it's worth so many points. Uh, Zapdos is that mechanic. It always appears in the center at the 8-minute mark. It is very frustrating when your team wants to concede before Zapdos because you could... At the 8-minute mark? Yeah. It appears at 8 minutes. Uh, eight, 8 minutes in. 8 minutes. Yeah. Two, in. two minutes yeah. left. Yes. Two minutes 8 left. minutes in, 2 minutes left. Um, it's very frustrating when your team is losing and your, your, your team wants to concede. And if I was on voice chat, I guarantee you it wouldn't change the conversation because I would be yelling... We can still win with Zapdos, and they would probably be like, I don't care, we already lost, game over, concede, concede, concede. But the amount, like, I think out of the 60 games I've played, Zapdos has always won me the game with the exception of two games. And, and to be fair, not every game Zapdos was taken. Like, there are, there are probably like 10 out of the 60 games where no one got Zapdos, they, they just ignored it. But you can be losing, and I know some people have said, like, they need to change Zapdos, it's too powerful, it's, or it changes the game too much. But I don't, but if you're losing for eight minutes, like, it is literally the way you can win. <laughs> it's not a guaranteed win, but if you change Zapdos to the point where, like, it doesn't matter as much, then there's not that weird comeback thing. And, like, if you're winning, Zapdos is just as important. And if you're losing, Zapdos is everything. So I don't know how they fit. I, I like it. I like the snitch mentality of Zapdos. I think it's weird that 
you know, we're four days in and like if you're losing and your team still doesn't go to Zapdos, I don't know what's going through their mind. I don't know how they think they're going to win <laughs> if we're at eight minutes and they're not ignoring Zapdos. Like it is the win condition if you're losing and it is the thing you should still go after if you're winning. Like I feel like at least to me, it feels balanced in the sense of like this is an important match. This is an important point of the match for both players still. And it's not a guaranteed win. Like I said, like I've gotten, we've gotten Zapdos twice and we still lost out of 60 matches. But I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Well, I think what people are misunderstanding is they want the game to be only one thing. I gather energy. I score points on goals. And what they're actually doing or Timmy Tencent is doing is saying eight minutes into the game, the game changes. It becomes either prevent your opponents from getting Zapdos or do everything you can to get Zapdos, right? So like, that is, it, it's, it's a catch-up mechanic. There are a ton of catch-up mechanics in this game, right? Because the more you score on your opponent's goal, guess what? You have fewer goals to get to and it's harder to get to them. They, they do tons of things, but it's like the players who are complaining about Zapdos only want to do one thing and they don't want the game to convert at, at any point during the game. And I, I've i seen other Pokemon in the middle. So Well, unlike, um, unlike the 3 vs 3 map, uh, they put Avalug in the middle. Yeah. And then in like the 4v4, I think they put Regigigas in the middle. Yep. Or, sorry, I think but, I flipped those. I think Regigigas is 3 vs 3. Avalug is 4v4. I, no, Re Regigigas is the... Yeah, Regigigas is the 3. Avalug is the... 4, because Avalug's on the Snob the, map. And there's one more... Because there's, there's another map. But I, I would still argue that the same people who don't understand that the game has to shift once Zapdos appears are the people who completely ignore Rotom and completely ignore Dreadnought. Because they don't understand that those are actually mechanics that you need to, or even further, ignore Ludicolo and <laughs> ignore Buffalon, which are buffs that you somebody should be grabbing. Yeah, the speedster in the middle needs to be grabbing those so that you get buffs. Like they, they're important parts. They aren't. They aren't necessarily game breaking. I, I like last night the other team got the Zapdos and we still held them off long enough to make it an incredibly close game. Like Zapdos is a win condition. It is not a for sure win condition. Yeah, exactly. But it it is one of the few catch up mechanics. Um, it won't overcome certain things. Like if a person is just sitting at base and you're a 4b5, uh, it is still going to be hard winning Zapdos to get to those goals to score because you still have to get to them and you still have to get the energy into the goal. And sometimes that's not possible if somebody has given up. Um, and, and, but it is we, one of the few catch-up mechanics that is still very important. What, what's really happening is basically like, You've been in a basketball game for eight minutes, and then for the last two minutes, it's a boxing match. Or what is it like? A what is it in wrestling when all the wrestlers get in the ring together? Free for all? Yeah, it's a free for all. It's a battle right. royale. It's like, but but that's the game. Yeah, that's the game that they designed and gave to you. You can complain because you only see it from one perspective, but try to open your mind to understand that they does the design of the game is basketball for eight minutes. Two minutes of free for all. <laughs> yeah, I, and I don't, I don't know. Like, there have been so many games, and I think the three games we played, Greg, we 
we lo- we were losing the first eight yeah. minutes, and it was because of like, like I feel like if you remove the Zapdos mechanic or you make it weaker where it doesn't score as many points, I feel like that just makes the first eight minutes more of like, well, we should just give up, right? Because like even there has been so many games where it's like, okay, we're losing, but we can still win this. We're losing, but we can still win this. We're losing, but we can still win this. And then we get Zapdos and we win this. And the games where we're losing, we're losing, we're losing. We need to go to Zapdos. Oh, we didn't get Zapdos. Yeah, of course we lost. Cause like how, yeah. like there was no, like that is the way we win is Zapdos. And there's been games where we've been winning. We've been winning. We've been winning. They got Zapdos. Oh, they just won. Like we, why didn't anyone go to protect Zapdos? Why did we ignore it? Like Will is right. The game changes at eight minutes. And it's an important end of the game. And I, I think reality, like, thematically, it's exciting, too. Like, mm-hmm. you are taking, you are separating the team of five into three areas for eight minutes. And then at the last two minutes, those teams have to come together and have yeah. synergy. I don't think it's terribly broken. I just think the game changes and people haven't figured out how to adapt to that yet. Yeah, I will say, like, <laughs> I've gotten the habit if somebody says, oh... I'm voting to surrender. I've been going along with it because that person has just given up and stopped playing. Mm-hmm, and at that point, mm-hmm. fine. Like, I I don't want to give in because like like do the, the like I feel like that person saying we're surrendering at four minutes. Have they never won with? Have they? Do they know that Zapdos appears at eight minutes? <laughs> do they? Do they even know yeah. there's an end game? Have they never won by getting Zapdos and feeling like, oh, we can still win this? What is what? I don't know. I don't get it. I have a feeling people are like, I'm just gonna count this loss. I want to get in the next game with whatever reason. Like mm-hmm. it, it, mm-hmm. it is often it is a, often a salty person, and quite frankly, like I have, I have voted to stay and have won, but more often when that happens and I voted to stay, they have refused to play, and. And then you, uh, then you, you yeah. give everyone else a thumbs up, and you, rep- yeah. and you, you yeah. report that person for idling, and they I, get, a, they get a mark, and they, I don't know, become a better player. Right. Like I feel like the right. people that have the mindset of like, I'm just gonna throw in the towel. This is a loss. Like I, I get it. Like if you lost at Zapdos, you've been losing the whole game. You lost at Zapdos. There's a minute left. Sure, I guess concede. Right. Like save yourself a minute of time. But if you have the mindset of like, I'm not even going to try to play out the Zapdos part and I'm just going to give up now. Like, I feel like your mindset is you're always going to be in great league or you're always going to be in expert league. Like you're never going to push forward because you're Mm -hmm. not challenging yourself to come back from situations. Yeah. I mean, I agree that it's important, but like I, I've had a lot of bad experiences of people who just give up and I didn't sort of uh, uh, like the report, the report function isn't obvious. Like it took me, a bit to find it to be like oh this is what we do um i wonder how it works though like because it took me like three days to realize there's a thumbs up button yeah and i i I learned the report button in the first day (laughs) because like you would play like in the first five matches i think we had somebody like just idle in base and if you so at the end screen where it shows everyone's score you can like tab over and you can go up to the name and you can hit x you can hit block so you never play with that person again. But you can also mm. hit, it'll say report. There's two things you can report for. You can report for idling and then you can report for, I think, like harassment. But the harassment doesn't exist yet, technically, because there, while there is a, the reason we brought up voice chat earlier is because there is a button for in-game voice chat. It's just not 
they just don't have it on. Like it just doesn't exist yet. I think it might exist through the Nintendo app. Um, mm. but, oh, probably. But there's no like in-game voice chat in Unite. As I, I'm, I think most people probably are with friends and they're through Discord, and that's fine. But yeah, you can do harassment or you can do like not playing slash idling. And when you hit the not playing slash idling, it says it will give them a ten point deduction on their account. But I like obviously that's not manually looked by at a human. It's just taking your word for it. Uh, I've seen them get reversed. Yep. Like like somebody lost points and then they get a follow up message that says we actually restored your points. Oh really? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I've I've heard of that. Yeah. Like I wonder if somebody got reported for idling, but then they also got like thumbs up for good job. I wonder if that cancels it out. But I didn't realize the thumbs up was a like it's it's like a button right below I think report. It'll say like good job. But you should like ideally you should be good jobbing like players that are like like it does feel good to get a good job. And Monster Hunter does this, and Final Fantasy does this, where at the end, instead of just complaining about people, you can be like, hey, even though we lost because Ethan over here sat in the base for eight minutes, that Lucario dude was awesome. Give him a good job. Like, reinforce good behavior. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I agree. Sorry, no question of the week. We ran long. I didn't even prepare a song because I knew this would be like a 17-hour show. Will, what is our Pokemon of the week? All right, let's do it quick. Last week's Pokemon. Think of recent events. This week's Pokemon has less to do with dragons than it has to do with the woman who lent her family name to the Sonic Youth side project that produced the Whitey album on April 5th, 1988. So easy. It's... Chinchino. What? Kudra. This came out last week, Monday. <laughs> Gudra. Look, I have been playing Unite. If it's not a character in Unite, I do- it doesn't exist anymore. What, what? So the entire previous weekend when I had to spend 40 hours with you people was Jeez, nothing. you people. You it, people. It meant a lot in our friendship, not towards Pokemon of the week. What? <laughs> did, you, did you go to Pokemon Go Fest? Mm-hmm. What did you what did you get at the end of the first day of Pokemon Go Fest? Four shiny Scyther. No. Uh Dino. You got Meloetta. <laughs> Meloetta is based on Madonna because she sings and she dances. I don't know if that's I feel like that I feel like that's Britney Spears. I feel like that's Christina Aguilera. I feel like that's Could be Shakira. Then you uh, Shakira need uh, definitely Shakira. To- oh definitely Shakira. You heard it here first, Meloetta based on Shakira. No. (laughs) don't lie. None of these are from New York. Madonna came from the club scene of New York. True. Which is, Unova is based on New York. I also referenced Dragons, which would be Zekrom and Reshiram, but also recent events, being that this was the day after GoFest ended, which should have been in... And if you looked up... (laughs) Sonic Youth's album, the Whitey album that came out April 5th, 1988, they called themselves the Chicona Youth, which is Madonna's last name. Which is Chinchino. Madonna oh, Chinchino. I mean, good effort, but there were no Chinchinos in Pokemon Go Fest. No, that it, dude. Uh, also, what was the other thing? It has two forms. It sings and dances. 
just like what was, Shakira. What was that Madonna movie? Dag nabbit. Now it just came. I, I just listened to a whole review of it. You know, Truth it took me like eight Truth years. Truth or Dare. You watch Truth or Dare. <laughs> you will see Madonna sing and or dance. It took me like I eight years to realize Zootopia. that Meloetta has like a headset on. Yes. What? It's like very not obvious at first. If you watch Zootopia, you will see that Shakira can sing and dance. But and Shakira the- is from Colombia. Ha- she is not from New York. I think she's from You don't know. She's from New York now. Hips don't lie. It's just me. Here we go. What, what do you got to say about Meloetta? Uh, it is the lightest fighting type Pokemon. It was it? L- leaked on the poster of Kiram vs. Swords of Justice during the Black 2, White 2. That isn't even in that movie. How is it lighter than Mark Shadow, who is literally a shadow? I don't know. The pure the purette farm is l- the lightest. Pirouette, pirouette. It says that Meloetta is the only mythical not to have a starring role in the movie, excluding Fiona. If it is considered one, yes, Bulbapita is it is considered one. Get get stop being a boomer. <laughs> get with the times. We already moved past that. Fiona is a mythical Pokemon. Meloetta is always programmed to have a star piece when encountered in the wild in black and white. However, Meloetta cannot be found in the wild in those games. There's some trivia. Right. Uh, Marshadow weighs almost 50 pounds. I know how. It's a shadow. That's a heavy. It makes no sense. Don't judge. But it, it, <laughs> does your shadow weigh 50 pounds? <laughs> to be fair, Marshadow has like a weird coat on, like a hoodie. Mm, true. Could be uh, a very the shuffle, thick hoodie. The shuffle icon is outstanding. Both both shuffle icons, FYI. Where are these? Uh, yeah, they're pretty good. The eyes are a little shiny. weird. Look, your eyes are a little weird. Uh, you're not uh, wrong. The shiny is good as well. I've been so toxic, Greg. I know. <laughs> well, the, if you would the, get into the, the, the bottom lane to do your job. The Unite is already rubbing off. <laughs> I love how Greg called it the bottom row. Okay, this week's Pokemon. Yesterday evening, I had the delightful opportunity to enjoy an evening meal with the Pokemon luminaries Greg Leatherman and Nicholas Burgess. Unfortunately, villainy was afoot. It was, has become clear to me that at some point during the meal, possibly when I stepped away to the Toire as we were at a Japanese restaurant, someone tampered with my food and or drink. I have become ill almost upon to death today. I was clearly being targeted for someone else's choices as I had chosen an innocent tonkatsu donburi for my dinner. As far as I know, Greg and his husband only ate chicken and vegetable dishes, so the blame clearly falls upon Nicholas Burgess and his spouse as assigned. I believe they shared a plate of odd delicacies, which most likely included the item that caused our table to be targeted. While I frequently avoid restaurants that serve Pokemon in whole or in part dishes, Greg is the one who selected yesterday's place. There are some Pokemon-based foods that can be enjoyed without fainting the Pokemon, but I still object to the process of harming the Pokemon. I suspect one of the most notable types of these dishes, featuring the tail of a not-very-intelligent Pokemon, was featured on the Burgess's appetizer plate. This particular Pokemon features a split evolutionary line, one with more intelligence than the other, which is further bifurcated based upon which version of the Pokemon it started from and what evolution item was used to evolve it. Only one of this Pokemon's final evolutions has features that contribute towards its potential career as a nefarious assassin. Besides a black cape draped over its shoulders, it is the only evolution that features a mask pulled over its face. 
It also has easy access to poison, the poison that has brought me to the edge of my grave today. Without a trainer, this Pokemon can only learn one poison-type move. Its evolutionary sibling can learn two. And I do feel that I have both taken damage and had my defense lowered. That's Zigzagoon. He wears a mask because he's a raccoon. Yep. <laughs> yep. Galarian Zigzagoon because he's a musician like Nick. The reason there's a rock fossil event in Masters is because there is a rock fossil event in Go right now, and there was a rock fossil event in Sword and Shield this weekend. I think you can chalk it up to Dialga going back in time to find these fossils, as Dialga is the reward, but also there is a fossil exhibit happening in Japan right now, which is probably actually the reason why these events are happening. Oh, I want to go to that Saban. But this is just the uh, synergy that we say between the games that they've been doing a very good job at least the last like 12 months in doing. Um, there is an EV Community Day next month. And ironically enough, Eevee here or Evolving Skies, the next set, which is very EV focused, is also coming out next month. I'm going to chalk that up to synergy as well. In my opinion, I feel like that's not like they could redo EV Community Day at any point, but they're deciding to do it the month that a huge EV TCG set is coming out in America. No, no incorrect. I need to get all the EV Lucians in order to get to the next level in Pokemon Go, like level 42. Oh, they're doing it, it because Will. Got and I it. just yeah. turned over. They got yep. the news. I turned over. So they finally scheduled that Community Day. Makes sense. There's been a fly in this room this entire str- podcast, and I'm <laughs> losing my mind. Sure, there is. What else? What is the fly telling you right now, Steve? Um, well, uh, guy, I got to bring like three cats in here to take care of this. I will, we will be back next well, week. Well, I mean, Meowth is lying down on That's the job. True. Wake Meowth up. Not doing anything back here. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed the um, the Unite talk. If you have any feedback or, or y- you think we're wrong, which we're not, you're wrong, obviously. <laughs> Uh, you can comment on the YouTube video. You can continue the discussion in our Discord, which is free. Our Slack, which is for our patrons. Really, really would help us out if you go to podcastawards.com, make an account, select it super effective, hit vote. It'll only take like three minutes out of your day. Um, also, I'm having a big birthday stream on Thursday on Twitch. So if you're uh, around on Thursday, uh, we'll be pretty much streaming all day. We'll probably do Unite, Sword and Shield, uh there's talks maybe we do some mario kart with people uh look people love mario kart still number one game on switch i I mean i still love it but i'm like oh god do i remember how to play i don't remember how to play i don't maybe we sneak in some other games i don't know uh barbie horse adventure who knows i already played that we've moved past barbie horse adventure how about metopia how about we just get rid of unite we move to league of legends we just commit bite the bullet go all in What's the closest character to Cramoran in League of Legends, Will? <laughs> I, have, I don't know the characters. The only, I only know one character, and that's Yasuo. So. I'm a Yasuo man now. You don't. You're not toxic enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. We promise we'll be more toxic next week uh, when we're all full-time Unite professional players. We'll have the jerseys made. It'll be, it'll be good. Thank you. Ooh, can I design the jerseys? Oh, please. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Wait, for all the Yasuo mains out there, for why you need to understand that what Yasuo, you're you're a toxic person. It's because Yasuo's key phrase that he yells out in the game is Hazaki, and then I know all of the Yasuo mains out there. 
convert that phrase at every chance they have to use it and yell it out. So, like, if somebody has to go to the bathroom, they yell out "hasapi," etc. <laughs> That's the secret. and I'm tired of it. That is the secret word for today's episode. If I'm walking to the front door of your house, you don't have to yell <laughs> "hasaki." Is hasapi first off? Kramerant and Slowpoke, the best combo in Unite. Anyways, we will be back next week. Greg is at White Wing on Twitter. Will is at Wash at the Sink. I am at Dragging a Lake. If you want to follow the podcast on social, it is PKMNCAST on Patreon, TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, Instagram, all that stuff. We will see you guys next week. Uh, have a great uh, rest of your week. This has been another episode of the... That was a weird ending. This has been another episode of yeah. the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... Super effective. Super speedsters go to the jungle. Speedster's got jungle. Speedster's got jungle. A huge shout out to our Patreon producers for this episode, starting with Kevin, Stephen, Sean, Potato, Matthew, Bovine, Kay, Jetsy, Jessica, Jacob, Courtney, Brian, Steph, Evan, Ryan, Nate, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Gray, Dylan. Why do we have so many? Why do we have so many producers? Jeez, Dylan. Uh, and Alvaro and a shout out to our executive producers of Joseph, Anthony, Spencer, and Brady. Thank you so much for your support. I guess if you want to be on this long list of producers, you can head over to ise.cash or patreon.com slash PKMNCAST. Thank you so much for the support. Thank you for listening to this week's episode and we will see you next week.